0: Action.
1: Hello and welcome to the special episode 50 of Your Average Critics. We're at Half a Century, joined today by Chris, Obi and myself. Um, so today we're going to dive into our top 20 films um, and discuss those. Um, we'll also answer a couple of Twitter questions sent in by me. Nee. Um, but first of all, Chris and I did a little binge of... Uh, horror films last week Mm -hmm. so we watched A Quiet Place uh, the second time for me first time for you and Mm -hmm. then followed by Truth or Dare so um, should we get Truth or Dare out of the way considering I think we both felt that was the worst of the two Mm -hmm. Um, so. so it's basically a Blumhouse production Blumhouse are this Film produ- production company. They specialize in low budget films, um, mostly horror, but not necessarily. I mean, they produced Whiplash, which went on to do very well uh, mm, critically. Um, but they've done things like the Insidious franchise, The Purge, uh, that that sort oh, really? of I didn't that. that sort yeah. of ilk. Um, so this is their latest offering. <laughs> sorry,
2: <mama>. sorry. <laughs>
1: which sees uh, some teenage friends go to Mexico on spring break, get involved in a. Deadly game of truth or dare um, in an abandoned kind of convent, I guess, Yeah. church, um, and then as they leave and go back to America, they get they get kind of visions, hallucinag- hallucinations of uh, people asking them truth or dare, uh, and basically the premise is that they have to answer truthfully or they have to do the dare. Um,
2: but I can't and, do two more than two truths in a row.
1: Yeah, um, and if they refuse or if they lie or if they don't do the dare then they will die um so essentially that's the premise and yeah so what did you think of it overall um i thought it was it was okay it wasn't great it wasn't too
2: bad it wasn't too good I probably gets a five a five yeah uh that's bang average isn't it five yeah technically um i said when you when you go to these films like you know that you, you never have high hopes for them, I feel, and I think it's a clever idea what they did, like the truth or death thing, but at the same time, no. It's just <laughs> like...
1: I feel like it would have worked much better as a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Like, it's certainly, there wasn't enough content um, for it to be a feature film. And,
2: and for a group of friends, there were so many secrets, and you just thought, nah, this is too much. Like, you could... So we, as the audience, could quite clearly see that this girl fancied this guy, and this guy fancied the girl. But yet the other girl couldn't tell.
1: So the guy's girl, actual yeah. girlfriend.
2: Yeah. yeah, and then this other girl who had a massive secret from her best mate and has done for several years.
1: But what? 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 Like. Yeah, but that's that's like anything. Like I'm sure Riverdale. True. Has but similar. And the the ending for me
2: again clever. But not that clever.
1: Cause so how does it end then? So it
2: ends by her making a video saying everyone's part of the truth. Anyone who views the video is part of the truth or dare game.
1: Yeah, so one of the premises is that if, if you ask someone truth or dare, then they are then part of the game. And but the only way to stop people dying... Mm-hmm is to keep it going, essentially. Or
0: cut
2: the tongue out of the person who disrupted the place and then do a sacred ritual. But that guy was kaput. Yeah. So, in theory, the only way that her plan could be a good plan, and I don't know if it is or not, is whether she knows that only one person will do truth or dare at a time. Yeah. Because... And this is another thing, actually. So she... Does the Truth or Dare game to everyone in the world, but see, oh, see, it's really hard to figure it in my head. Because like, if she starts the game with every, like 18,000 views, let's say, because she's not that popular, but she was popular enough to get views on her YouTube channel, does that mean that... Because if they had said... So, so, so you're telling me if they had done Truth or Dare with other people from outside their group, then then people were then part of their game?
1: Yeah. So it's only because I everyone... I that original group. And well, it's only it got... because they were all asked in turn, turn. True 4 Dare. True. So, so then... So how, raise... you know,
2: how do you know that? So you don't know the order now. No, it would be the then... order of whatever and what is is you it... doing. So it's one at a time then. Yeah. But the other group, I swear, were doing True 4 dares at the same time as this group were doing True or Dare. No, I think... Because that guy avoided any True 4 dares everywhere.
0: Yeah. And he was
2: then out of the circle of True or Dare, which is flawed. Yeah. And but... you said he had a mirror as well, which is also flawed. And then that other girl was doing truth or dares and her and in the midst of them going to do no they went to go and visit her and she was doing a truth or dare wasn't she
1: yeah but neither, none of the girls the group we're following none of them were doing their truth or dare at the time But that the,
2: was that girl who did the truth or dare on the roof was she the last in the circle to have to have to do a truth or dare yeah she was it wasn't the it wasn't the asian guy
1: no he was before her he, so was he before had to her. come out to his dad
2: Okay, I wasn't sure. Okay. Right. So,
1: yeah, so basically once it finishes, okay, it goes the, back to the beginning. Then the ending's
2: very clever then, because
1: she's... Because she's basically given herself a lot more time to survive. Yeah. Because she was the last one of the last ones. A
2: lot of people are going to die, though.
1: Yeah. Which kind of makes you think she she wouldn't be like that. That wasn't in keeping well, with her character. I understand
2: the want to keep on living, but essentially she's just... Instead of killing two people, they've just damned a lot of the world to this...
1: yeah Yeah. it's kind of a little bit like The Ring do you know when if you watch it it passes on yeah you know that's the way that you can stop yourself from dying is to keep passing it on true um I mean the premise was fine they didn't flesh it out enough to Mm. make it worth 90 minutes or even actually more than 90 minutes um none of the characters were particularly interesting um and it wasn't scary at all it was very pg-13 i didn't root for any of them either no and and like they, they actually say at one point when when the demon possesses them they smile this girl goes oh that's like a really crap snapchat filter i was like yes it actually does mm. and that is to the film's detriment why are you calling out the really bad special effects on your own film mm. so yeah it, it was not very good um,
2: out of ten maybe it would get a four then
1: uh, yeah, four and a half. It's, it's kind of like what we spoke about last week with the Netflix originals. Like Blumhouse, you know, they, they spend very little money on their films. Like I think about five million for first films. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not a huge risk and they tend to make that back very, very quickly. Um, so for every kind of success, again, they have uh, a, a critical failure. I think financially it will still make money. But um, yeah. Yeah. Whereas in contrast, what did you think of A Quiet Place?
2: I thought it was a very good film. Uh, probably for me, eight, eight and a half out of ten. I'd say um, not quite at the top. i um, will just go through like a few things that were maybe issues about it. Yeah. So basically, I had a few issues like not not issues per se. So it's, it's his first one, isn't it? It's his first film. So no, it's not actually. It's not.
1: It's his first mainstream film, but okay. he's directed a couple of so, independent films. So
2: don't get me wrong. Really good film. I like the idea behind it. I was actually speaking to Ant, and he was, he asked me if I thought it was good or not, and I said it was really good, and he was like, he thought, I think he thought it was good, but he had, he had issues with it as well. So one issue we had both together was the ending. So basically, these monsters come to you if they can hear noise, mm. but they've got supersonic hearing, yeah? No, okay, so they so come to you if they've got noise. So the monster's attacking his kids in the car,
0: mm.
2: and... We have literally just seen him pick up an axe from this metal junkyardy thing and he hasn't moved that far from it. The monster hit him and he was cut, but he hadn't moved that far away from it.
1: I, I inst- that that confused me because so basically yeah, so the the film ramps up and the basically the last forty five minutes or so is just full on kind of tension and action. Yeah. And Which is really good. He's he rescues his children from a silo, like a corn silo. Well, no. they well, they did that they all on themselves, but but yeah, so then he grabs his axe, and what well, yeah, that's what I don't understand, so this monster's hiding on top of the roof, yeah. but these monsters are blind, mm-hmm. and they only can hear yeah, mm-hmm. um yeah, and I was thinking, how have they because then they, then it jumps on him and I was like, well, how, they can't have seen him, yeah they, there was barely any noise of him moving the axe well that wasn't that wasn't my issue, but that's oh. also a very good
2: point. My issue was, so his kid's in the car, and he sees his daughter and he daughter can't hear, so he does sign out so say, "I love you mm-hmm. um. And then he just screams, and I'm like, to
3: try and get the attention of the monster. Yeah,
2: but why don't you just chuck the axe and hit something so, somewhere else? <laughs> then the, the, the monster would have gone. Yeah. I understand it would have only deterred the monster for a bit.
1: I think the point was that all... he was dying anyway. Yeah, of his I injury. suppose.
2: But that was that was an issue. So then... I mean, major spoiler. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, Ant's issue was that these monsters have supersonic hearing. How can they not hear you talk on the other side of water, running water?
1: Oh, because the point is, is that. You can make noise as long as the noise is quieter than nature. So I the get reason that. that he goes to the I waterfall...
2: Get, I get that, but they've got supersonic hearing. They can hear the sound of the headphone... Hearing aid. Hearing aid, and it blows them up because they can hear it so well.
1: But that's frequency.
2: True, but I not. I don't think there's much, so much the waterfall, but more the running water... And she's, like, panting really heavily oh, right. okay. in the basement. Yeah. Um, bar those, pretty really good film. Yeah. I mean, you could see, so, at the very beginning, it's all very quiet. You're like, what's really going on? It starts on day 63 as well, so, you know, shit's gone down. They're in a shop or in a pharmacy, whatever. They're getting medicine in front of the kids. Uh, they're walking barefoot. They're being really, really quiet. This is where you realise the girl's got hearing issues. And the kid picks up a toy plane. Uh, and you, before this you realise that it, there's an issue with sound as well because the toy plane is about to fall on the ground and one of them catches it before it falls. Yeah. Um, the dad says you can't take the toy plane takes out the batteries because obviously it makes a noise. Hmm. The girl gi- the, so there's three children mum and dad the girl then gives the kid the, the plane without so the, the batteries. The child is about four. Yeah. Then they're walking God knows why they've left the kid at the back Yeah, <laughs> that is a very stupid thing. Then he as he's walking, he puts the he t- he's taken the batteries and he's put them in, and the thing's gone off. Mm. Deaf girl can't hear it. Dad turns round's like, oh shit! Just before he gets there, monsters wiped out of the kid. Kid's gone.
1: Oh, <laughs> this is the first like five. Minutes. Yes, oh, sure. kid is done. So I really, I really uh, appreciated that about the film is that you know can't a lot of everyone. a lot of horror films is you know, you, they might hold off on seeing the monster for quite a while, but this is straight away. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know, you're bang straight in there. Um, Yeah, death of a young child, which is quite a yeah. uh, a big thing, especially in films, like, you don't really see death of young children yeah. quite a lot.
2: You, you would have hated one part, though, like, so there's stairs, they have, like, this basement bit, which is where he works out what, house to try and kill the monsters and stuff, and he makes their, he makes his daughter a, a hearing aid, but none of them ever work, but he's trying to, fi- like, figure out how to make them work. And so the mum's pregnant and he's gone away somewhere, hasn't he? He's gone to, to the waterfall fishing, with the, to yeah, fish for something. food and she's walking, she knows there's a monster about. She's walking down the stairs, there's a nail about that big. Mm. Obviously, she's concentrating on that foot straight through the nail and obviously she can't scream, so she's just like, Ugh! and it's just, oh, I was just like, I was in so much pain for her. I felt her pain and I was like, oh, that must have been so
3: infuriated.
2: Yeah, yeah. cuz they don't want to tread with uh, shoes cuz it makes too much noise.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then the other thing was everyone thought that the deaf girl was going to do the exact same thing cuz no one
1: had fixed that. Yeah. And it really threw everyone she off. She kept seeing shots of just the nail. No,
2: but she didn't touch, she didn't tread on it at all. Oh, really? It just she just walked past it. But um
1: yeah, I thought this one was really really good. I mean, yeah. it's probably my favorite film of the year so far. Yeah, I'm imagining next Thursday will change that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, I've seen it twice now. The first time I saw it, a fairly noisy audience, which really detracts from the film. Oh, that because eating it's,
2: popcorn the second time. Oh, my God. <gasps> yeah. I wanted to slap I him mean, in the face. you
1: don't want to eat anything. Because I yeah. said to Chris when the trailers were on, I was like, if you want to open anything, open it now. Yeah. Because uh, the, the cinema's deadly silent. Yeah. And the film but has very people, little noise. These
2: people came in late, and they just were They make a noise for a good five, ten minutes, and there's a really silent part. And I was like, please, shut up. Yeah. Like, I appreciate the guy to left me. He's, he's quite... um. He's, he's, he had quite a lot of food on him, but he was being so silent. I could hear him trying. Yeah. Like he put something in his mouth, and he's not.
1: Like, Sometimes that's worse. Yeah, I know, I know
2: <laughs> but like at least he was trying. The other people like got a handful of popcorn. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Come on, man! Like, allow it. Like, it's like what people say: popcorn is the worst food." that the cinema could supply to someone, because it's... And nachos as well. They're, like, the two noisiest Nine. foods, yeah. Yeah. Like... And, like... And they have slurpy drinks as well, which mm-hmm. is also, like, the
0: worst thing you can
1: yeah. have, but... But, uh, yeah, this film does a lot of world-building very quickly. Yeah. So, like, even, like you said, when it starts with, like, day 89, and you can see all the rubble, mm-hmm. and it looks desolate. It looks kind of something out of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And so you think, already, like, okay, well, this is... A few days after, or eighty-nine days after an event, mm. or what event we don't know. But then, then you see kind of newspaper headlines. Mm. It's like they're here, or um, and then it
2: jumps. It jumps yeah. three times, no, twice. I think doesn't it? It goes yeah. from so na- go, it After, was after 63rd, the child dies, yeah. it
1: goes to day four hundred something, yeah, which so obviously nine allows nine for pregnant, her to be pregnant. Yeah. And then after this it's
2: really clever because like they build this whole like little village around themselves like the silo. Well, I didn't get re- the only thing I didn't get was the fire bit and the silos. Like, they lit a fire to begin with, and then. I think loads that's of
1: lo- to basically people checking in on one another. So there must be other settlements. There was other settlements. I think that's, that's what, what it was, it was going online. for. Right, so okay. they're basically saying, yeah, we're still alive here. Yeah. Um. Because I think there is a point later on in the film where they do it again, and not all of them light up. Light up. Yeah. So yeah. you think, okay, they're dead. Um, and the
2: fireworks thing I thought was a real good uh, safety precaution as well. Yeah,
1: so they obviously have contingency plans where they've got like fireworks or something else that can make a really loud noise yeah. to divert the monsters. Yeah, yeah, I just thought the monsters are really well realised. You yeah. Yeah, actually see them a lot more than I thought you would. Yeah. The tension was great. Uh, the acting performances are very good. The kind of conceit of the sign language was really interesting. Mm. And the fact that the little deaf girl is kind of one of the heroes of the piece because she gets her high frequency mm. hearing aid and you magnifies that and that helps uh disable the monster yeah. so yeah i mean apart from the odd kind of nitpicking which yeah. essentially is what we're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. um mm. it, it was really yeah, fantastic
2: but that's like that nitpicking is like what makes it like go from being my 8.5 which and then it could have been like i don't think i don't personally think this film for me could have been a 10 and that sounds really stupid i think you'd take a very very strong film to make yeah. it a ten, but it could have been maybe a nine nine point five with a few little well, tweaks.
1: But when you when you create your own world and your own rules, mm. then when you don't stick to them or you kind of veer off from them, yeah. it's kind of like well you've established this rule yeah. and you're not following not really it. it yeah. But obviously you need to have some sort of creative liberties. Mm. True. Um, <gasps>
2: Just seen another film. Sounds or, interesting I though. I
0: don't
3: really want to watch it because it sounds horror like it's horror. But yeah, it is a horror film. Sounds yeah. interesting though. Yeah. Sounds like it, like because I. I well, I did kind of want to go see it because um, like when, it, when it first came out, I was going for my tour, and literally everyone was talking about it, saying how good they thought it was. So I thought, I'm I need to try and give it a go. But then I thought, no, no, no I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't really want to risk it to be honest, because I'm a shamanist of watching life. That wasn't even that scary. Yeah, fair play. So, yeah, but, yeah well, sounds good though.
1: Well, we actually have all seen one film. Yeah. Out this was, week. Do you know what?
3: I, I I sorry, I forgot to watch that um that Elijah Wood film. I That's fine. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, we spoke about you it. Know, really?
2: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was decent, but it was different. Mm. Something you really need to know, I yeah.
1: think. Really, it's so, just a. So let's all talk rampage. So this is yeah. Uh, oh,
3: quickly! Sorry, can I just say? I don't know. If this is a uh, probably just a coincidence. Obviously, I think this is based on a on a, a video game. Yeah. yeah. I posted that. Yeah. So um, the character Dennis Okoye has the same name as Okoye from Black Panther, the the head of the um, Dora Milaje. Oh really? Her name's Okoye as well. Oh. Nigerian, Nigerian name, just for his black, little tidbit there. Mm. Okay. Sorry, Carol. Cool. Well yeah, so Dwayne
1: the Rock Johnson plays Den-
3: Dennis Okoye? Uh d- David. It's not Den it's not Dennis, it's not David. David. It's beginning with begin with a D it is maybe it's David. David. Maybe yeah, David. Acquaye. Okoye.
1: Uh he's a primatologist, which is someone who studies primates. Um, does that make him a doctor?
3: Because, they were, so, yeah. because no one was calling him doctor. They were saying they were saying Mr. Okoye. Doctor, whatever the woman's name was. So I think maybe he didn't have a Ph.D. Maybe, but he works for San Diego Zoo
1: and uh, has a best friend who's an albino gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, and then there's a science experiment going on in space where they're genetically editing Davis, Davis. Yeah, uh, Sorry, um, close. Genetically mm. editing rodents, and then that explodes, and three, kind of, uh, kind of test tubes of this serum, gets drop to earth and mm. three different uh, kind of uh, animals consume it
3: and then become massive. That beginning pit with like all the space I thought it was actually like quite um, uh, engaging. Yeah. Like, that beginning bit. That like, was like life wasn't yeah, it? That She was trying to escape the, uh,
2: Could I just the out there? Rat. Dwayne Johnson before Fast franchise wasn't that great of an actor yeah. He was decent. Mm. But now he can make any fucking film
1: good.
3: Because this film should not have been as good as it was. It's because I think mean, he's got so much yeah. credit. Is he
1: a good actor though? Or does is he just. I mean, he's really his, charismatic. I mean, he's really Yeah, it's his personality. Because to that be fair,
2: Central Intelligence, that for me. I thought Central Intelligence was but, quite funny. I'm not going to lie. That worked for me. That Like, he did really well. And I think the fact that it's such a stupid concept and they use that as a comedy. Comed- comedic factor between yeah, the gorilla and, very and Davis was very
1: good.
3: But I mean, yeah, it.
1: so like once these animals, so it's a, an alligator
3: um, or a crocodile, I don't know. F- I think, it's an, a wolf? I think yeah, cro- it's an alligator. I think crocodiles can't go on land, can they? Oh, okay. Crocodiles have to stay in the water. I think alligators can go on it's land. It's
2: probably alligator because it was America, wasn't it? Uh,
1: alligator, then, a wolf, and then obviously George, the albino some gorilla. Weird bloody wolf, though. Um, fly. Yeah, and so they have genetic mutations and then they all kind of charge towards Chicago. Um, because the evil kind of scientific operation. corporation yeah. that uh, genetically modified them wants to call them back to kind of test their DNA well, again. So they can, like,
3: weaponize it. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, that um, was
2: the most stupid part of the film.
3: That's probably the worst part. I think. Why the whole not... the villain? People well, yeah. were the worst part of the film. I think.
2: I'm not. I just they weren't great. I, I could understand him being stupid and she being the the brains of the operation. I get that. Yeah. Her name was Claire. But for someone so yeah, Claire for someone so brainy. Why would you make the calling point of these monsters on the top of one of the tallest buildings in where were we
1: Chicago? Chicago. Well, Why would you to be not high going... up to amplify the signal?
2: But just make a tower in the middle of nowhere, not yeah. in a busy city where they're gonna be caught. Like the uh, that makes them move. villainous.
1: They don't care about general true. Population. True,
2: and also I was thought I, was thought, I thought that uh, Deathstroke can't remember his name.
1: Joe Manganiello.
2: I thought he was going to survive somehow, but they, he was gone. I was like, wow, okay. I didn't no.
1: even recognise it was him.
2: I did not. Oh, I, him. Yeah, yeah. the scar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
2: mate, yeah. the brutality of this film, I was not expecting yeah. as well. A
3: few bits were kind of tense as well. Yeah, I know. With the, with the wolf in the jungle, that was a bit tense. I was like, ooh. This ooh. film is at 12, yeah. and it's quite gruesome. It's
1: very violent. Mm. Like, there's right. a lot of blood. There's a shot where the wolf is basically annihilated everybody. And you see this guy and he's cut in half and you see his intestines. I was like, that is the sort of shot that you get in like an 18. Mm. Mm. Like, I'm very, very surprised that this film got a 12. Well,
2: Marvel's a, Marvels a 12 and you see like, no blood. I know. You see like, scratches on their
1: face. Not right? even Truth or Dare. Like, um, that was a 15 and someone gets their throats to it and there was not a single drop of blood. Mm. And I was like, mm. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's true. Although they,
2: I watched like the other day, you know that some films they do like um, people with a sword and they can cut straight through someone's head and it just, it stays there for a bit before it falls off. Yeah. They did a test and apparently it's like impossible to happen. Like it, would, <laughs> it would just go with the sword and come off and it's pretty impossible to even use a sword to... Cut chops on. Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: fair play. And
3: this yeah. is my like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Which um, after actually, I thought about this the other day, because uh, obviously, obviously I've been watching the... Marvel films and I'm nearly done, nearly there, um, and i asked if brain is overpowered, but actually it's not as powerful as we think, because I just thought back to Black Panther. Yes, they have that juice in it, and that's why he can run faster yeah. and is stronger and stuff. But I mean, vibranium is still op, but not as op as I thought before.
1: But back to Rampage. Yeah. So it's big monsters fighting in a city, which is something which is a fairly recycled plot point, mm-hmm. whether it's aliens or monsters or robots. Um, and whilst it was quite gory and violent, um, yeah,
3: I think we all agreed it was actually very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I do think. Um, look, thinking about thinking back on it, I feel like this film was supposed to kind of be like an action comedy, and I feel like it wasn't really like none of the for me anyway. Majority of the the jokes they tried to make didn't really. Yeah. yeah I thought, especially at like the beginning of the film when he was taking the group of, you know, the, his students or whatever, and free Drunk and he was trying to take the piss out of that. That guy was a bit of a douche, and yeah, I just thought that was a bit. Didn't really. Yeah, they didn't that. turn up again at no, all, did they? No. His students.
2: The girl. The girl did, when the gorilla was going ape crazy. Ah.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And then that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and the yeah,
1: fu- funny parts when he, you know George is sign languaging the middle thing. Yeah, he and, was doing. Like, he yeah,
3: he was the funny bits all involved. All involved. Um, George the gorilla. And there's actually
1: quite a large amount of pathos with the gorilla, you know, like when he's dying at the end, and I was actually, like, oh, it's a shame. You know, he's, mm-hmm. I actually probably felt more affinity towards George than did to Davis yeah. or to um Naomi um
0: what's her name? Harris.
1: Is that name Naomi Hammett? Harris, is. yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Her character.
2: Well I think I thought the CGI was uh, It was great. Well but for the well, the gorilla was sick. For like the fur, you can see everything. Then for the for the uh the
1: alligator thing that was pretty rubbish, I thought but But that was also brutal when the alligator like Snaps the wolf's head off. I was like,
2: what? Yeah.
1: Okay. I would not take a twelve-year-old.
2: I What I, well, I didn't get that, though. Uh, hmm. I'm backtracking now. I didn't get. I. At one. Point, I didn't really understand why George wasn't as big as the others. I know they. They. They stopped him for a bit growing, but he should essentially have just kept on growing like the other two. Yeah. He didn't. He just. Just that tiny compared to them. It's mm. not like the other two creatures are massive compared to a gorilla No. Yeah.
0: That's
1: true. So,
2: but, yeah, I also oh, thought
1: yeah. this. Yeah, this, I agree. The CGI is very good, but actually, towards the end, I think the compositing wasn't very good because it actually looked like, for me, Dwayne Johnson was standing in front of a green screen, and you could see for me the separation between him as a three D image and the background, which looked quite too. See,
2: different. I wonder. I reckon Rampage was gonna was gonna have a different release date. I reckon it was gonna be later on in the year. But because of how well Jumanji's done, I reckon they tried to push this one to come out a bit sooner and maybe they rushed it a little bit. Because it's had so much good like um publicity off of Jumanji and I think it kind of does rub off on other films you do. Mm. So I think maybe 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 they rushed it a little bit towards the end, I mm-hmm.
1: don't know. He's got another film coming yeah, out this year. Skyscraper. skyscraper. Oh, oh no. That
3: one cracked me up because you know like the poster of it went the he, trajectory. Yeah, people is. Like, the trajectory he's not making up like it like cracks me up. <laughs> uh, well I wanted to ask you guys about Rampage. You see um the doctor, Naomi Harris. What was her plan? What was she supposed, what did she want to do? I was I know she wanted to kind of like uh stop, you know, the evil twins or whatever hell they were, and uh, get revenge for her brother who died, but what was her plan? She kinda of just went to, to the rock and was like, Yeah, I've got a cure and she didn't have a cure. I think she wanted to.
1: I think she wanted, wanted to, to what?
3: find an antidote for it. And how was she
1: going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, why is she even here? It was, it was one of those things. It was <laughs> like, let's just have a very uh, simple plot and we'll just focus on the destruction of yeah. the cities. Mm. Yeah.
3: I thought it was very interesting. Like a little crash and smash. No, I, thought it was... I think I
1: think okay. maybe I enjoyed it more because I thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah, mm. me
3: too.
2: I'll give it a seven, seven and a half.
3: I think probably.
1: seven would probably I'll give be. it a seven,
3: probably. Yeah. Maybe, six, maybe six, and, six and a half. 6.75.
1: 6.75 6.75 Jesus
3: uh, Although I just want to say A uh, couple of, Obviously I said this to you I said this to you guys After the film But there was a couple of things That I thought were a bit You know I don't want to say risky But I don't know So uh, Towards the end um, Dwayne and What's her first? Give That's rude Naomi Harris Give um, They put like What do they put in the In the woman's purse uh, The evil oh, the, woman's purse what the, they uh, the antidote or something Yeah yeah, and, yeah. Then they, and then they basically feed her to the... Is it, uh, who eats her? George. George, yeah. George, yeah. They basically feed her to George, right? And previously, all these animals, all these like, crazy animals have been just crashing stuff and flinging stuff and throwing stuff. Like, the fact that they relied on... And both this antidote makes George calm down and basically gets him back on side. The fact that they relied on him to eat her was very risky, I think, because he could have just literally just swatted her away or threw her away or, you know, and that would have fucked up their plan massively. But whatever, for the... For the Uh, Plot of the story, I suppose they had to happen that way. And then, secondly, when the uh, FBI guy lets the other evil guy go, I feel like that was dumb because he could he could have gotten away. I know you could have like caught him afterwards, but he could have you know just gotten away. On the off chance he runs out the building and gets squashed by some debris, which I think (laughs) which I think was was funny, but again, that's like you know it's a bit unrealistic. But let
2: let me counter argue both those points though. First one, I think it is stupid, but we don't know how the game actually plays out in the game you might be able to like give the monster an antidote or something. They might, f- I don't know. That's what I have to
3: do with my point though.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's but my, my mean, point yeah. is that
3: previously I, oh, I get, had not yeah, yeah. to see George eat yeah,
2: anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, I get you. But the second one, I don't think I really, I don't think he really cared about the villain because he
3: had all the. Well, no, but evidence. he's a criminal, so they would have wanted to chuck him in prison, though. No? If he did. Something. Well, I suppose,
2: but, eh, he died. That's pretty brutal.
3: <laughs> I feel that there was more opportunity
1: for the Rock to actually act in this because you know in Jumanji when he. He's playing that shy and nerdy kid. Yeah. And he actually played it quite well. Yeah. There's, They make a point quite a few times in this film. It's like, oh, you don't really associate with people much, do you? you? You're not very comfortable around people. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm Like, there is no way that you look like you're a shy person. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't represent himself that way at all. That There was an opportunity here for him to kind of do something similar to what he did in Jumanji. And kind of act a bit kind of reserved a bit you know he just seemed
3: like quite a, quite a confident
1: yeah he was just leading yeah. this group of people yeah. like his students um around and being engaging with them i mean the only point was when the girl comes on to him he was like no thanks mm. and it's like well that doesn't mean that you're not good with people mm. like you know they, they they definitely had an opportunity to explore that but um mm. and also build more of a relationship between him and george but you know I was bothered one. by it. It was just—it
3: entertaining. I do want actors like The Rock to try and because he's got such a big stock now. I think obviously his his thing is like action films and action comedies. I would like to obviously you know it's hard when people are chucking all these roles at you. You're probably just going to take the ones that you're offered. But I would like him to try and see a more like dramatic performance. Definitely. So I could see his like acting range. Definitely. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. To be honest. No. And he's so. he's
1: famous enough to be very picky with his roles and to actually probably um, push through ones that he wants. Yeah. So if he wants to do an act, a serious kind of deep drama then yeah, do it. Yeah. Like he, he definitely has the stock to do that. Um, I know he's in a TV show called Ballers oh, was, yeah. but yeah, I, again, I, like I don't think it's testing his acting no, limits.
2: Mm. Oh, talking about TV shows, I did watch one the other day on Netflix. It's the Premier, is it Premier League Legends? Yeah. Have you seen that?
3: Um, I don't I was talking to Joe about it the other day and he told me about it but I'm not sure if, if this is like an original thing or if it's the one that they've been showing on Sky Sports if it's the one they've been showing on Sky Sports then yeah I've seen it but if it's an original one no I haven't who was the one that you saw it's, it's this the like, original there's like, there's like 10 of them
2: yeah it's two seasons I watched Terry Omri uh, Thierry come on Chris uh, not Terry yeah, Who's <laughs> Terry uh, Teddy Sheringham <laughs> uh Storoy uh, who's the bloke who who played for Tottenham when he went, tried to be president of the FA? That was Ginola. You know yeah, that one. It was quite interesting.
1: Uh, Any insight into playing? and?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just uh, it shows that like, some players, like, Murray, his res- massive respect for Arsene Wenger and how Arsene Wenger not changed him as a player, but helped him develop. And then he became one of Arsenal's all-time greats. And then uh Ginola, what was his name? Ginola. Ginola. yeah how he basically was booted from Tottenham because the manager didn't like how much fame he had
1: over him which was kind of Who was the manager?
3: Jerry Francis or
2: something. Someone I didn't know. Yeah. It's uh, yeah but it was just weird and then Teddy Sheringham just how well he adapted to the game and how he did love Tottenham but to get cups he went away and then he came back again and then he went to you can't win cups with
3: Tottenham yeah well yeah. this is very true
2: then you go to then he went to like uh, Portsmouth then he went to West Ham and he's still banging them in at the he played age of went one, didn't 41 yeah, yeah and he got a manager he got a coaching role at West Ham as well I don't know if he's still there that mm-hmm. was in 2015-16 I think um, Ruvan Nistroy that was an odd one um, how he was really successful five years at Man U then one day he just got told to go home from a game and just wasn't part of the plans anymore. Um, I remember
3: that. That was a League Cup final. He basically, he got told he was going to be on the bench and he was like, nah, fuck this, and he left. And then, oh, and is then, that yeah, it? Yeah, and then uh, from then on, because I think Louis Saha, this is football talk, but whatever, yeah. Louis Saha got picked over him because he was in form yeah. and he got really pissed off and pretty much he didn't play from then to the end of the season and then he should cut.
2: Right, okay. They they kind of like left that little part out because mm. it's obviously from van Nistro's perspective. Mm. And I was just like, it happened, and I was like, "But why did this happen? It didn't explain it at all." And mm. I was like, "That's pretty poor for a documentary not to explain that part of it." Mm. But yeah, that's it It was interesting. You'd probably like it listening to all yeah, these. Yeah, I want to try and watch a couple of them. bits and pieces. Yeah.
1: But um.
3: Have you started Lost in Space. Have you reviewed. I've no. watched one episode. Like, any good? I thought the first episode was really good. Actually, I was really, um, I was really into it. Um, so like, I think it's it's like based on like a TV show from the sixties, right, or something like that. And um, obviously I think they're trying to put like a more modern spin on it. So they're kind of like flashing from the pre- back from the present and the past. So in the present, um, you've got a mum, dad, uh, three kids. One of them is mixed race. And I've been told, I haven't seen this episode yet, but I've been told that um, she is uh, the mother's child from a previous marriage. Um, so yeah, that's why she's... That's mother's what she's, child. From a previous right, marriage. Right, cool, yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> And so, yeah, they're in space, and basically their spaceship, whatever, is crash, and they crash land on uh, some planet. And then it kind of flashes back and forth to before that, where, like, they're at ha- on Earth, I'm assuming, um, and the dad's, like... Uh, I think the dad's in the army, and he basically surprises them by coming home for Christmas, and they're very, like, lovey-dovey, uh, you know, like, a, quite together as a family. But then you notice in the present day that, like, the mum and dad are really cold to each other, so I'm pretty sure they're, like, they're separated or divorced mm. or whatever. And the kids... Um, one of the daughters has a bit of animosity towards the dad as well. And yeah. I think the dad's quite um uh what what's the word? Unemotional, I would say, towards the towards children, kinda of like, yeah, do this, do this, do this, rather than saying, like, are you because that they're crashing in shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the mum breaks her leg and stuff like that, so like they could be like dying, but he's very like, we just need to do this, do this, do this, you remember your training, remember your training, blah 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 blah. So yeah, they um <clears throat> they crash land on some place, the mum's broken a leg, um, so she can't move. Uh, they're in some like bit with like loads of ice, and the temperature is like super cold. And their ship crashes into some ice, and it's basically it's down in the sea. And there is something important that they need to get from the ship. And there's only the only way to get into the ship is through some one lucky like, little hatch or something like that. Well, that's the safest way. And the only one who can fit through it is um, the smallest child, the little boy. And the dad's basically like, yeah, go, on, go, go. He's like, go, go, on, jump, jump in that freezing cold water, go get it. And the kids like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And the kids like, oh, like, proper hesitating, obviously, because he's like, he must be like 10 or 11. The kids are like, proper hesitating, like, oh, shit. Like, and then the oldest child, she just says, don't worry. And she just jumps in without anyone's, like, say so and just dives in and tries to go and grab it. She eventually grabs that, she goes through, like, some other way and grabs whatever it is they need and tries to swim back up. But as she's swimming back up, the, like, the water's freezing. So basically, the water freezes before she gets to the top. And the dad's like, you gotta drop the whatever the fuck they is they grab. She drops it and she literally almost gets to the top and the water just freezes with her inside. And so they spend most of the episode trying to thaw her out of this like it's trying to smash through this water, trying to dig through it, and uh that's all happening. And then the the little boy is like, he's like um annoyed with himself because he thinks because he froze, that's why she's jumped in and that's why she's gonna die. Don't and, freeze. Yeah. I never freeze, exactly, except he froze. <laughs> um, he, he watch Batman, Iron- the ironic <laughs> thing is that
1: his sister also froze.
3: <laughs> that, is <true. laughs> that is true. So he's like, oh, uh, he figures out a way so basically we can go get magnesium from this place over here because he spotted it somehow. And then, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he, just ca- cause, casual cause magnesium. He, this, kid's like super, this kid's like super smart. So like, they've all gone through training and stuff there. So they know about all the shit that's around. Is this this girl not dead? No, because she, she's she's um in a, what's it called? she's in like a suit like a space suit right. sort of thing, to protect her from the cold obviously because it was freezing cold water um, so she's but she's only got I think she has got might have an oxygen tank but they say she's only got like five hours of oxygen so she's just there like trying not to panic
2: does she need this oxygen tank out of the water as well like, no, can they, no 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 they can no, breathe they, no, can they can breathe, breathe out, it, uh, right. they can breathe
3: outside of um, outside of the water um, on the planet so yeah, the the dad's like to the kid. Okay, so yeah, we need magnesium. Right, you come with me. Let's go and get the magnesium. The mum passes out because of a broken leg. <laughs> um, then the second daughter, she's like trying to keep um, her sister calm, and the sister's like um, like read me a story. Uh, she's like read Moby Dick because I heard it's one of the stories that everyone's supposed to read before you die. And then obviously they like start crying to each other because obviously they think she's gonna die. And, uh, yeah, they go to some some random place on the other side of wherever the fuck they are, and they grab some magnesium. Whilst they're in, like, this cave thing, um, there's, like, a little, like, I will not say earthquake, but some sort of, like, mini crash happens, and uh, the little boy falls down some long hole, some uh, some long hole bit out to my other side to, like, some plants and greenery and stuff, and the dad's, like, are you okay? He's, like, talking on, um like, comms or whatever. they saying, are you okay? And he's, like, yeah he's like, can you come get me? And Dad's like, no. Because <laughs> obviously he's, he's only got like a few hours to go and get to go and save the sister. Yeah. So he's like, I've got to go and save his sister and then I'll come back and I'll get you. And the kid's like, okay, like hurry up sort of thing. So the dad's gone back, save sister. Meanwhile, I forget how long these episodes are. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of happened. Yeah. The kid, meanwhile, he's like decided to, because he's like hearing, hearing, he's hearing noises and stuff. So he's getting like really, um like he's getting quite paranoid, scared. Yeah, yeah, paranoid. So he's like trying to walk around, like doing like a, you know in Star Trek, when you do like, Captain's Log, duh, 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 duh. he's kind of doing that sort of thing to record, because he thinks he's like the first person on this planet, so he's trying to like record what he sees. He sees like a, crash, a crashed spaceship, and he's like looking into it, and then he sees like some shit moving in the bushes. He runs away, uh, then he sees like an alien thing. Anything alien starts chasing him, and then that all that, all that stuff happens. Meanwhile, uh, we go back to the thing with the... um. The daughter, who's frozen in the lake. The dad comes back. The mum wakes up from being passed out. She's like, where's, um... I think his Will. He's like, where's Will? And he's like, back there. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is really irresponsible. But, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll go get him later. So they use the magnesium. The magnesium's working. They're, like, burning through it. Or whatever, whatever, to get her out. And she's like, we well, almost there, almost there. And then, it starts raining. So the rain fills the hole back up. And, um, obviously it solidifies and freezes back up. So all like, oh, no, no, no. And, uh... At this point, the um, this is like coinciding with the guy, the little boy trying to um, get away from this alien thing, and basically the alien like gets him in a corner, and um, I think I can't remember how, but a fire starts somehow and burns everything up, and he, he's kind of like looking at this alien. I think this him and the alien kind of like, have a moment. Because I think think the alien can burn to death as well. So they're kind of like having a moment sort of thing. And the alien kind of like saves him. And basically, the alien, him and the alien, like kind of become friends. And he takes him back to the cave. How
2: alien are we talking? Are we talking
3: about? It's kind of like a robotic alien.
2: Right, okay. So it's not like technical kind of alien. No, it's like a robot. It doesn't really have a face either. Oh, okay,
3: cool. So then, um, uh, yeah, so then the robot takes him back to the cave. And basically, like, uh, because the sister's about to die, she's got like no oxygen left. Um, he's like, "Can you help my sister?" And he, the alien somehow manages to like heat up his face or something like that, and then just melt the ice, and they get the sister out. And then they were like, uh, "Thanks to the alien." But the dad seems really skeptical. He's kind of like, got his guard up around this alien because obviously he doesn't really know what's going on. And then that ends that bit. And then the literally the last little bit of the episode is um flashing back to just before I think just before the um, the, all these pods start crashing, and they're on this massive ship, and there's loads of people like running around screaming, blah blah blah. And I think there's this crazy woman who somehow managed to impersonate a doctor and she steals a pod and then that uh, she grabs a couple mechanics on the pod of a beggar up into space and then the pods are shooting up and then suddenly it just stops like all the the, the pod just stops going and everything just falls back down into some like vortex thingy. And then the episode ends. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's a action packed episode. What the hell <laughs> I really enjoyed it though. I, I spoke to Joe about it and he said he thought it he I think he was a bit less enthusiastic than me. He um, gave it like a six or a seven, but I'm not sure how many episodes in he was. Maybe like halfway through, I think. So maybe it gets worse as it goes along. But I thought the first episode was pretty good and I want to try and keep watching it, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Good effects? Yeah, yeah, pretty good, I think. Okay, cool.
1: Well, before we dive into our top 20s, um, we did have some questions sent in by Nee. so thanks very much, uh, through Twitter, which we're at YSC Podcast 17. Mm. He asked us to discuss the funniest TV idiot. Uh, and the best or worst TV mum and dad. Um, so, I think on behalf of Ollie, he would probably say JD and Turk for Funniest TV Idiot, would you
3: say? I, I think Funniest TV Idiot would be, what's probably well, one of them would still be Scrubs, but it'd probably be um, Ted from Scrubs, the, um, you know 10?
2: Oh yeah, the, the yeah. one with the note, like ball the, the, top, the, but- Yeah,
3: the, the, the th- pathetic guy. Yeah. He's an absolute moron. Yeah, <laughs> he just he's, just he's pretty funny actually. Pissed, or Joey from Friends, because he's an yeah. absolute idiot.
2: Randy from My Name Is Hell.
3: Yeah, Randy Marsh <laughs> from South Park, he's an idiot as well.
1: Um So is there like, if they display any sort of intelligence, does that, discount them from being the funniest TV idiot because people can be intelligent but read stupid and funny well, like Home, well actually Homer Simpson's not intelligent is he but like you know but he does
2: have his moments
3: uh, that's the thing I think like all stupid people just I think someone a character who's stupid all the time kind of get kind of boring I think it's better if they switch up with kind of like moments of smart like intelligence or brilliancy. like oh okay you actually can think sometimes but most of the time he's just an idiot yeah it's
2: like, it's like Big Bang Theory the comic book guy the guy owns the shop he's an idiot he's, he'd be the idiot of the show but he's
3: actually quite smart
1: what about Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah he's a bit you know
3: or he's a Hitchcock, bit of an idiot Hitchcock and Scully in all well, that's true yeah. some, sometimes they solve crimes. yeah like, kind of out by accident yeah they're pair of bumbling idiots
2: yeah like Supernatural there's a guy called Castiel he doesn't really know anything about life and when he's learning about stuff he's pretty much an idiot but he's actually really smart and he's part of the is main is he funny I'd say he is yeah, I'd say he's funny, but not so much anymore, but he was. So, But I don't know who <laughs> the most... I never really thought that. I would
3: consider Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Obviously, he's really smart, but I would consider him a TV idiot as well. Okay.
2: Well, what about Skins, the uh, season three and four, the guy who's best mates with Cook? He was oh, idiot. Um, JJ? Yeah, he's a little bit of an idiot, wasn't he? Mm. Was he funny, though?
1: I don't know, I'd say Chris from the first two series was more... Of-
2: Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. No.
1: He was just a bit wild.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think that's a tricky one, actually. It just depends how you depict it. They, they aren't, they, um... But it's,
1: one that, it's quite a frequent character trope in sitcoms, especially, mm. There's it? always
2: standard, though, isn't there? The main, the, the person who's not as good as the main, but still there. The idiots, the love interest.
1: Because uh... surely, would you say, um, what's his name? Michael someone from
3: the US office? I don't watch the, the US ah. office. I haven't so watched it, watch yeah.
1: And... Dwight. I think it's Dwight.
3: Dwight well, I don't know if you guys watched... Do uh, you guys have watched My and Kids? Yeah. I did, but I don't remember much oh, well um, Junior from My Life and Kids. He's an, he, he, do you know what? That's my pick. Junior from My and Kids because he was a bumbling fool and he was hilarious. What about Chris from Everyone Hates Chris? I wouldn't think Kurt is an idiot, though. I just think no. like he was really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, Chris? You don't watch a know. lot of TV. I
2: don't know. Uh, it's really not... Really not coming to me right now.
3: Uh, should we switch up the to the what's it best and worst t- parents? Fuck, I'm not going to do any, that. Anyone from I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm yeah, yeah, you yeah say your ones a the, 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 the Brian and Sophie from my parents are aliens because those two were hilarious. They're bumbling idiots. Yeah, they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> they were jokes as well. I, 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 although I didn't like it when they switched up the mum. I think the mum changed from uh, the mum. to uh, redhead. Yeah. yeah. Oh I really? The first, first mum. And then so they, the I think,
2: I think they both changed after that as
3: well. Yeah, that was that was they were jokes. I'm that's probably my
1: shot. Pretty much any parents in like children's TV. Yeah, it's all like, stupid. Um, but is it
2: the stu- Is it the funniest or is it just the best, best, and worst?
1: best and worst? So they'd be the worst, wouldn't they? Because yeah, like you exactly. know, um, Fairly Odd Parents like just non-existent. Um <laughs> <laughs> most of them are just non-existent. Like Phineas and Ferb, like all the stuff that their True. kids get up to. Yeah, it's because um, it's
2: kids' imagination, isn't it? It's kids gone wild, pretty much, and that's all. Uh, True, but children
1: so, it, it? have so much worst children's and TV with like absent parents... or Nah,
2: the worst mum and dad's got to be Dennis the Menace's mum and dad, mate. Letting him run, run yeah, riot can't. like that. And Horrible Henry. Uh, um...
1: That's true. What about the best, then? Best <sighs> TV mum and well, dad? Um,
2: depends what you depict as best. Uh, what's that one where it has the um, janitor from... Scru- uh, the Middle? Yeah. She's funny. an awful mum though. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> she's yeah. a terrible mum. Yeah, and he's, he's not the greatest dad either, yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, Actually, who's the guy from Modern Family? He's played oh, by Oh, Phil Lump. Dunphy. Yeah. yeah. he's, oh, he's, he's, a, he's jokes. Dad, like, oh, mate. Like he's but he's done. also
1: a funny TV idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true.
2: And the mum is as well, actually, to be fair. She's quite funny.
0: But
1: mm. well, I think, mm. that's best, best, again, best parents on, damn, I don't know. See, so the worst would probably be like Peter Griffin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Homer Simpson. No, American Dad, mate. Whoever he is, he's awful. Stan. Yeah.
2: No, it's Stan? yeah. He's awful. Okay, maybe...
3: What's the son's name? Sorry, American American Dad. What's the son's name? I don't know. I don't watch American
2: Dad.
3: Uh, no, the, son, the son is Stan. The dad is... Is the son called Stan? Yeah, Stan Smith. What's the dad's name? Sorry, carry on. A
1: Jerry second. from um, uh, Rick and Morty. He's yeah. a pretty bad parent. And he's a funny TV Yeah, but
2: so is Morty. Morty's a bit of a bloody idiot as well.
1: Yeah, that's true. Surely the best has got to be um, Chandler and Monica from Friends and they finally have a baby. Is that, do
2: they have a baby at the end? Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but are they a TV, like, yes. TV mum and dad, though? Yes, they are. They're that... on
1: TV and they became parents.
2: Mm, I would put an asterisk next to that one. They're barely parents, in it.
1: Worst parents would be... Oh, en- no, it is Stan. Any parents who have ever been on EastEnders? Steve.
2: Steve, yeah, because Chris Um, is Peter Griffins, isn't it?
3: Yeah.
1: Um, So the Brannings, the Slaters. Max 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 Branning is one of the worst dads
3: ever. I love love him. So is Phil.
1: no, who is it um, from Waterloo Road? Who's uh, all three of her children died.
3: Oh, Rose. <laughs> oh, that was, raw. no, that's raw though. Nah, no, cause, do you know what? Do you know <laughs> how random? I was literally, I was literally Googling Sambuca Smith. Kelly. Sambuca Kelly earlier this week. That's so random. Why? So, I can't remember why, but Sam Sambuca, Sambuca died of cancer, so you couldn't allow for that one. Mm. Earl was a psychopath and he went to prison, so you could laugh for that one. I think Marley, Marley lived. No. Molly. Denzel died. Denzel got hit by a truck <laughs> on the way to Scotland. <laughs> So that, none of that is our fault. Allow Rose Kelly,
1: man. Oh, oh mates. But the best is a tough one. Um, <laughs>
2: maybe put it Maybe put it to let us think about it and then we'll come back to it next
1: week. Yeah, we can come back to it next week. Also, tweet us what your initial ideas were, nee. Um We'd love to hear about what they were. Um, so let's go on to our top 20s. Cool. Um, we did a poll earlier in the week. Um, I thought... I mean I came up with three kind of categories so what would you base your top 20 on um I put entertainment rewatchability quality of filmmaking or other <coughs> um I couldn't really think of any other categories that you might be able to fit them into um but the poll results were that 20% of people said entertainment 50% said rewatchability mm. 20% said quality of filmmaking and 10% other um I kind of felt- I think sorry
3: sorry sorry um, out of all those categories, because we're doing twenty, your twenty favorite, right? Well, yeah, this is what 20
1: we 20 wanted favorite. to discuss. So, okay. I based my top twenty on entertainment and
3: rewatchability because I know when we've done. So that's like your it, that's so your
0: favorite then. Isn't I think it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think
3: quality of filmmaking is the lowest out of those. Yeah out yeah. Of those I
2: think movies. I think it's gonna be our our twenty favorite because I can yeah. I don't think you can really determine it by. You can. You could say, oh, well, this is a really good film because of this, this, and this, but. Yeah that's not going to make you think... That's not going to stick to your mind yeah. and make you think, oh, yeah, do you know what? That was... Because Avatar... Would, I mean, I don't rate Avatar. It's not in my top 20. In theory, that should be up there mm. because cinematically, that is amazing.
1: Yeah. But I mean, there are films that I watch. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a really good mm. piece of cinema. But whether I would re-watch it again or put it up there, Talk, I don't know. Talking
2: about that, yeah. So I was watching Doctor Strange today. And I thought, you know, I was saying every week, maybe it's in the bottom. It is in the bottom five for me. Yeah. But the first part of it is actually a really good film. But there's a part where they're doing the camera shot of someone, and the camera's really shaking. Like it's like they haven't put it on a stand, and someone's free holding the camera. Okay. And I was like, this is really off putting. Really on purpose. But it wasn't. It was a. It was like almost a serious moment. You kind of wanted them to be like. It was really weird, like. I'll have to show you after we watch Infinity War next week. I'll have to show you like on the podcast. Because it's actually really distracting. Mm. Like, I was just like, this isn't right. But right. yeah, anyway.
1: Um, but yeah, I found this... Trying to determine the top 20 so difficult. Save. Not only yeah. do, do I just forget all of the films that I've seen. Save. But mm-hmm. actually trying to think... Oh, actually, would I rewatch watch that film again? Or did I really enjoy that film that much?
3: I've got my first two my yeah, top two I'm a top three and
0: then and after that was I got a top two mm.
1: couldn't decide on which what order to put those in and I was fucked for the rest of them to be honest Literally. Um. so we're gonna do 15 as well okay well we're gonna do them in blocks of five which is kind of handy yeah. Yeah. Shit. Really really are we? <laughs> so I guess Chris you and I should start with our uh, 20 through to 16 um, so I'll just read mine out I mean again this order would probably change <laughs> yeah. depending yeah. on how I was feeling. Mm. In fact, a lot of the films within this would probably change depending on how I feel. Can I just
2: throw that there? I'm gonna put some notable mentions now because it it fucking annoyed me because I because obviously I've got a list of all my DVDs. Well, mm. nearly all of them. So I was just looking through them and I was like, I'll oh, write them down. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna have more than twenty here, and I had, I hit thirty-five. Mm. So notable notable mentions to, for me are Toy Story.
1: That's yeah, That's that, in that That's almost in made mine. That's in mine.
2: In fact, Spider-Man's a notable mention, I think. because oh, I actually,
1: The first one that was ever made. Um, actually, interesting. How many superhero films do you guys have on your list? See, this
2: is what I try to do. I try to restrict myself and not put that many. Why? i if, if, if your favourite two.
1: If your favourite 20 films are all superhero films, then that's mm.
3: absolutely fine. I've got two,
2: five. I've got five. Okay.
3: Um, I know there's one that you two both have that I don't have.
2: Goal was a notable mention. I love Goal. Goal. I, love <laughs> I thought that was actually a
3: solid film. <laughs> That's the thing, like, that some of these films will be
1: memorable to us from childhood or yeah. anything. And, like, maybe M- it's just. Monsters, Inc. and
2: Incredibles were well, also notable mentions. And also, for me personally, uh, to, Oh no, I'll say, say all of them, because yeah. um, Taken of Pelham 1, 2, 3 was a notable mention yeah. for me. That was almost made it into my. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterfly Effect, because I actually thought it was a really clever film. Mate, but. that's, yeah. Um, Taken, because I actually thought the first one was actually a fairly decent film. And Dogma for me because I actually really enjoyed that film. It was a Kevin Smith film. There. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so they were notable mentions. Bottom five though. Yeah. I haven't really put this actually in the order. That was actually just me writing down.
1: Okay. Well, I'll say what I put. Number twenty. Number actually, twenty. Superhero for, films. Number twenty for me was Hercules because it's like oh the cartoon yeah from yeah.
3: My, Oh, that that film was amazing. It's so sick. Yeah. Good
1: tunes, yeah. like just quality plot. Yeah. Like I remember it's, it's probably the one kind of Disney film from my childhood that I've, you know, keep watching now. Um, a notable mention for me would be Grease. I mean- Grease is in mine. Cause nah. Grease, like again, banging tunes, yeah. like rewatchability. Um, but it didn't quite make that for me. Mm. Um, I think I know what your number one will be, if it's the yeah. same as what in our first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know um, number 19 for me is North by Northwest, the uh, Alfred Hitchcock film. Um, I've seen that. It's yeah. it's about uh, a guy called, played by James Stewart. He's one of the classic things that he, in the 50s he played a lot of people who were like just your average kind of man who got caught up in like a.
3: Hold on.
2: Can I just put. Wait, did you say. Wait, it, you just said that one of on mine didn't make your cut? but you didn't do your top 20, you only did 15. So why don't you put it in?
3: What? A film, I just said. What film was
2: it? Was it Taken Pelham 1, 3?
3: Yeah, but I don't think he'd be in my top okay, 20. Okay, Karen, sorry. That's sorry, what sorry. I was more point, yeah, sorry.
1: So he's like a man who gets, makes like mistaken identity. He gets, he, he's just an original, uh, ordinary Ooh, man and he I gets caught up in like an extraordinary circumstance um, and it's got some really iconic scenes like there's a crop duster scene where he's running through a field of wheat like Theresa May and they're like <laughs> putting like crop dusting um, chemicals down and um, yeah it's just a really entertaining uh, film and one that I studied quite a lot at school um, so okay. it's kind of really stuck with me it was between that and Vertigo for me but I could remember much more of North by Northwest so that really okay. stuck with me mm. um, 18 for me is Shutter Island again it's one of those films <laughs> that you can re-watch and it's kind of like your opinion of it or your reading of it might change kind of. um, and I remember watching the first few times and I still didn't get it um, <laughs> and you know good performance by it's uh, a Leo it's definitely
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: exactly so yeah that one's right up there Truman Show for me number seventeen. Because again, it's 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 a great concept. Like Jim Carrey plays Truman, Ooh, who's who's um, you know he he thinks he's he's living in the real world, but he's actually, uh, actually on a TV a show like a mm-hmm. experiment, and then he kind of discovers that his whole world has been a a lie, oh, and he tries yeah. to break out, and you actually you really do root for him, and you're like yeah, break out, and it's actually quite poignant. Um, mm-hmm. So that. That was definitely in the top twenty See, for me.
2: You've thrown me like cause Bruce Almighty is another one that I I didn't put in, but I actually really enjoy I think I could rewatch over and over again.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I like
1: Bruce Almighty. Yeah. See, I I again like comedies. I think for me are ones that I can rewatch over and over mm-hmm. again. Uh, a good comedy, but I didn't put loads of comedies in my top twenty. I tried but... to. I tried to. Yeah. I tried to. So I mean, I think I've got. I, three. I could rewatch are the Millers all the time. Oh, Hilarious. Which Which is is great. Yeah, that's like, sick. Vacation. Uh, the second, um, well, actually both in between us films, but more the second, Hangover, yes, all of those they didn't quite make it, um, and then number sixteen <sighs> for minutes. me is City of God, which is a Brazilian film. I've uh, got a feeling
2: you're gonna have some really weird ones that I've never heard of. Like <laughs> seriously, I love it, I love it. Keep going. So keep city going. of God's a Brazilian yeah.
1: film um, focusing on kind of life in the favelas. It follows a a young boy called Rocket who, uh, yeah, comes from the favelas and goes to the city. I think it's Rio. Um, and wants to kind of make a, a legitimate name for himself um, and it's kind of it's very visceral very kind of socio-political um, it's filmed with a lot of amateur film uh, well amateur actors um, and there's just yeah real verite realism to it which uh, I really enjoyed again it's one that I studied mm. a fair bit and so it's kind of stuck with me so I
2: can't say I have any particular order to these but these I'm uh, looking at what I've got left on my page I'm going to just do the bottom five out uh, of yep. the 20 um, for me Pursuit of Happiness okay solid film that's my, that's in my list. yeah it's a solid film I don't uh, not my top it's, it's not in the it's just in the bottom yeah five of those, Blast uh, uh, but it's a very good film <laughs> it's got moments which you remember forever and I think I could watch it over and over again and I'd yeah. still get that like that like emotional, little, yeah. That little lump. like lump, yeah, in your yeah. throat where you're like, oh, when he's in that oh, toilet, oh, mate, I feel
1: so bad for him. Does just... it make it more emotional the fact that you know it's a real story for even? Well, when I first watched, it, I didn't even know. Yeah, same.
3: so, so I would say no, no, yeah.
2: yeah. But afterwards, thinking about it, yes, yeah, it's a bit of a like, oh wow. Mm. But at the same time, like, I think a lot of films that I've chosen have moments which have stuck with me, like really. So like as we always talk about the Avengers moment, that's a moment where I think will forever make that film a sick film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for this Pursuit of Happiness, I think he probably has one or two moments, but the one that sticks with me a lot is that toilet scene. It's like like, what's he gonna do, kind of thing. Um. Next on my list, and you probably think this is a stupid one, but I've watched this film so many times, and I actually fucking love it. SpongeBob SquarePants the movie. (laughs) I absolutely (laughs) love that film. It's funny. Again, iconic moment moment where the tear falls down the table. When they (laughs) were singing I'm a goofy Goodyear. And they were drying up on the
3: Oh, Chris,
2: man. You're going to make me cry. It's it's deep. It's deep. Um, But, yeah, two solid films. Um, This is a tricky... Madagascar. Another film which I really enjoyed. I I, I think, for me, a lot of these films that have made it, I have watched... Over and over again, and I think if I sat down, I'd still find so would all you the say po-
3: rewatchability is the most important for you in terms of? Because you wouldn't have rewatched them if you didn't like them, surely.
2: Yeah, I think rewatchability. But then, okay, yes, but no. For example, Shaun the Dead, not in my top twenty. Mm. Probably not even. Might make my top fifty. Probably, I don't know. But it's on the TV and it's rewatchable. But mm. whether I would put it on to rewatch it, mm. that's another thing. Like, I think for me, I like, I give you. Kudos to the Hercules, and I now you're going to have Lion King probably number in one. the top five or number one. It's probably number, number one. one. Uh, but, um, like, for me, I didn't even think of those because I think I was too young. But these are cartoons that I've watched when I'm older and mm. I've re watched, so maybe they've stuck with me a bit better. Um, also, notable mention the Power Rangers movie. God, how did I forget that? Not, not the most, new one. Not the most recent one. Top ooze.
3: So, I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't actually have that in my top 10. No, no no,
2: no, no, I haven't. That's oh. a notable mention. No, no, I just thought of it. Just now. Mm. But um, Next, Da Vinci's Code. Good
0: shout. I thought that it
2: was a, a, a sick film. Uh, iconic moment, maybe not so much, but it's I a thought, thought provoking. Reve- yeah, the revelation. I think yeah, the book film. would
1: probably be in my top like 10 books. It's interesting, but. though.
2: Okay, well, yeah. And um, I'm gonna put Delivery Man there. Really, I've not seen one. I haven't seen that film. I actually really liked it. Um, That's probably one. That's probably twenty, and that's probably an interchangeable one. Mm. But it beat some of the other ones.
1: So what, what is it about it that stuck with you? Is it the comedy? Is it the pathos? Is it what is it? I about?
2: think the the comedy, the pathos in it.
1: Because um, a lot of Vince Vaughn films are just Vince Vaughn films.
2: Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I think this, I, obviously I couldn't relate to it because I haven't had 100 children. But um, I thought it was funny. Quick, kept me engaged. I've watched it a few times and still find it quite funny. Um and it's just one I it's one I remembered. It's not even when I was going through a list, it's one I thought, yeah, that's what I really like that film. Okay. Um, but it is the interchangeable one, so it was probably very on the edge with the likes of Spider Man or like Independence Day and stuff oh, like that. Do you know what?
1: First time I saw Independence Day I thought it was amazing. Rewatched it. A yeah, year ago. that's it. It was shit. Yeah, it
2: wasn't as good. It was shit. See, and another <laughs> film that I probably should have made the cut Toy Story or Toy Story 3 but didn't quite make the cut for me so that's probably interchangeable with them but
1: I think Anchorman was very close for me but again like I think there was there was one comedy film that I just thought now
3: I'm yeah, going to put I'm that just, one I'm just
2: um, trying to think actually have I actually got some.
3: I've added two to my list since we've started okay about, so go on then I'll say my 17 and 16 so my 17 is The Fox and the Hound I don't know if you guys have seen it no. there's no so it's basically about this Fox and his hound who like meet each other and then they're like best mates and then um they go up and basically through like their own and stuff they realize that they're, they're kind of not supposed to be friends because i think hounds eat foxes so um they basically they separate for ages and then they meet up like years later you know in like lion king when um uh simba meets uh nala like years later and they don't recognize each other first that sort of thing happens and then they're like they like, want to be friends but they know they can't because they're not supposed to be friends and i feel like there's like Hidden undertones of like you know like racism and stuff like that. Okay. So, even like back then when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." But yeah, that's one that sticks in my mind. So I really like that film. Cool. So guys, um,
2: I'm taking out delivery man. Okay. It's not
3: there. Okay. Tell your one. Um, and sixteenth is the film called Sixth Man. It's basically a basketball f- a film about two brothers who grow up playing basketball together. Um, they go to college together. Um, one of the brother who was the brother who's like the star of the team. Basically, he dies whilst playing the game and um, comes back as, like, a ghost and kind of, like, tries to help guide his brother to become the star of the team and lead his team to a championship. And, yeah, I like basketball, and that film's quite emotional. And, yeah, it's a good. What was it called? Sixth, Sixth Man. Sixth Man? Yeah. I thought you said Sixth Man. I was thinking, yeah. is that a Drake film? Honorable yeah. <laughs> mention as well, Space Jam. Michael Jordan, okay. you guys seen Space Jam? No. Oh, so good. Have <laughs> seen Space Jam, Chris?
2: Yeah, 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 that's a good film. I watched that when I was a kid.
3: Mm. So... Chris is already live tweaking.
1: Um, <laughs> what would you then put as number 20 instead of delivering that? 1, 2, 3,
2: 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14,
1: 16, 17, For you, 18, you 18 19, 20, you, 20, 21. What's the... That's 21! What's the most uh, recent... Like, shit. don't tell me what it is, but what year is the most recent film on your list from? 2016. 2017. Mine's 2017 as well. Uh,
2: okay. whoa hold on no way surely not you've definitely missed one of your favorite films out Do you
1: know
3: yeah what Logan? yeah is that not only oh, 17? Did, did make my 20 mate. what? <laughs> no <laughs> it's a great way no, didn't
1: make his did 17 didn't make my 17 yeah alright you, you tell us 15 oh wait
2: so wait my 20 is now Inception
3: I thought about Inception but I didn't I thought I liked it but I didn't think it was as great as uh, others may have thought I don't know is it in your top uh... it's, it's up there yeah um,
1: go on then 15 through to 10
3: 15 through to 10 alright so I can't remember the name but you know that film with Gerald Butler and Jamie Fox. I can't remember the name of Oh, it. um, uh it's not Game of Thrones no it's um. No. the uh, I mean, one like, um, his wife died his wife kid yeah. died at the beginning of the film and he gets revenge throughout tries to get revenge throughout law film. abiding citizen that's it. that's it that's it that's a great film that's a very that's good, a, good that's film that's I
2: still have watched that yeah, I've got that it's though. good
3: it's good so yeah that's good that's just like you know it's action really clever um didn't really like the ending that much but still i thought it was decent it was like a good um insight into like the american justice system and all that stuff so that was pretty cool and uh so 14 is Greece. that's like yeah. that's like the first musical i pretty sure, pretty pretty sure it's the first music i ever watched um and the songs are just the songs are great
1: due to toxic point. masculinity it took me a long time to accept i like that <laughs> film now I'm like, yeah. Like,
3: you're not a musical, man, are you? Not really. Yeah, but nice. I do
1: have a musical in my top twenty. Oh, okay. I see my top ten. Decent,
3: decent. decent. We
1: go together, na, na,
2: <laughs>
3: but yeah. That's I really like, I really enjoyed that. It film.
1: was actually in cinemas last
3: week. I really wanted yeah. to see it. Oh, no, I want to see I it. because like fortieth anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? like Greece? Greece. Yeah. Have you seen Greece too? No. Don't bother. Wash your mouth out. Yeah. So thirteenth was Home Alone. Okay. That's more like the nostalgia. Interesting. Yeah. Sort of thing I watch every Christmas and. It's Home Alone one with the pigeon one. Pigeon Woman.
2: Or is that number two? Oh my God! It's number one. It's number... number one. I think, cause, cause, the Pigeon Woman. Oh shit! No, no, no. That's number two, Pigeon Woman, because they're in New York, and
3: I oh, no. I oh. can't remember. Yeah, cool. Well, okay. Yeah, just before like at the time obviously when I watch it, think, oh my God, this like yeah. this little kid's so fucking clever, <laughs> and I just really enjoyed like all these like shenanigans and stuff. And I think the bit of like, what would you do if you were home alone by your parents? And he was like, kind of like having loads of fun. I was like, oh, this is sick. So yeah, that was. I really enjoyed that. First, uh, so that was thirteen. So twelfth is Toy Story one. Um, that's more of a nostalgia thing as well. Yeah. Um, I just used to watch the re watch and re watch that all the time. Um, if it's on TV, I still watch it now. I just, I, just like
1: I it. had it in my top twenty, and then I cut it out and put Hercules. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's it's that's, and I just love the the darkness of it. The scene when um, is it Sid and he's like cutting up all the toys yeah. and putting them on one yeah. another, and I was actually like quite freaked out when I first saw that as a kid. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, the Spider Baby. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think like I was a kid. <laughs>
3: but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, and eleven is Shawshank Redemption.
2: Six. Good shout! I didn't put that on there, but that's
1: a good shout. Fuck! I didn't put that in mine either. But yeah, brilliant. That's film. a six film. Yeah, yeah,
2: hundred percent. Oh!
3: I can't live. tweet Get busy living and get busy dying.
2: Mate, Fury yeah. de- you, Fury should have that. definitely been in this top twenty. Fury's
3: Fury. I really like Fury. I thought about. it. Oh, do you know
2: actually. what? I have to boot I'll another really one. Out. Sure. That
3: doesn't matter, but
1: <laughs> few should be in there. See, I hope you can understand, Super listeners, hard. how hard it is, because you forget about films. Yeah. And I was literally looking for my DVDs and I was like, fuck, I don't know what I would put. Um I oh. mean the only the only solid ones were the t- my top two. Mm. Um and again they could fluctuate with which was one yeah, and two. Too. <laughs> so Okay, are you? Shall I go? it depends. Have you figured yours out yet?
2: Yeah, go on, I'll figure on Go
1: on, on. fifteen what? through to eleven. I
2: don't know the order, but this is fifteen through to eleven. I'd say I said The Watch.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh with Richard, Richard o. 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 Yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: The internship. I really like the internship. Not many people. Is that did. the
1: one with Robert De Niro?
2: No, that's the, that's one, the one with Philip
1: Wilson. Uh yeah, In, and Vince Vince Warren. Warren. Oh, that's I
2: thought it was a really good film.
1: Oh that's where they go to Google, go to Google isn't it? Yeah.
2: They? I actually quite like that. Yeah. Uh those two then I would say this is the end. I, I really enjoyed as well. Yeah. I noticed that a lot of these are actually comedies. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you said you and had three, didn't you? Yeah, but then yeah. I've definitely got more comedies. But then, but then that's because they're rewatchable, because they're funny. It. Yeah, And 100%. they're entertaining,
1: and you don't need a lot of, you know, you don't have to think a lot about them. Like, you know, some of my films, like City of God, you have to really, like, invest in that. Yeah, yeah
2: true. True. 100%. Um, so, wait, so I said what? The. This is the end. This is the end. And, and the watch. and the watch. Then I would throw in there, I would put Smoking Aces.
1: I really yeah, love that film. Yeah,
2: good gangster film. Um, it's on
1: Netflix
2: now. Is it? Not bad. Oh, I even that? thought the second one was alright. Um, basically, it's just like about how all these hitmen have been hired to kill this one guy. Have you seen it? Mm. Okay, and yeah, it's a good and, ensemble and, cast as well. Yeah, and it's a good twist at the end as well. Ryan was, Reynolds, Andy yeah. Garcia, lots, There's bare people, lots of it. famous people. Yeah. Ray Liotta, um, Pine, Chris Pine's in it as well, isn't
1: he? Is he?
2: Yeah, I think so. I, think I haven't he's... seen it in so long. Um... And then I would probably put in there, uh, Fast Five.
1: Okay. I think Fast Five is the one I really like. With Safe in Rio. Yeah,
2: I really like that one. I I think my
1: favorite Fast film would. Was it Fast Seven? Fast Four or Five? Fast Seven, for me. What's what happens in Seven? Seven's one with Paul Walker. It's got that. No 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 no, no,
2: no. Fast Five, Fast Five. It's either Fast Three or Fast. So what was it
1: about Fast Five that's? The... I just
2: loved how they got them all together and they did this heist together and it was unreal but it's that point at which I could still see it as realism and I really liked it. Um, after them they just got a bit they've just gone a bit insane really and they've just killed their <laughs> people and it's kind of like come on come on now but I've just realised I think I've still got one too many here as well. That was five I just said though wasn't it?
1: I don't think so. I think that was four.
2: That was four? Okay and 21 Jump Street
1: okay
2: good show. yeah yeah there's, I love these films and I could watch them over and over again I It's like, I, but, I, but I would actually I could actually put them on or I could go on Netflix and I could watch not saying that any of these are on Netflix but like I would happily do it yeah rather than like like I said before Shaun of Dead yeah it's a rewatchable film it's on all the time whether I'd go out my way to put it on mm. that's another question it's like I really like the film Crank but yeah I do not watch that over and over again.
1: It's not It's not that kind of film. Um, see, as much as I love a lot of these films, I do always think, if I've watched a film that I've already seen, I'm like, that's an opportunity for me to have watched a film I haven't seen yeah, before. Yeah, see that's it. But then I've got burned. Like, So last week, my girlfriend and I wanted to watch a film. I bought Baywatch. We put it on. About an hour in, we were like, this is dreadful. What's this mine? is uh. dreadful. And we turned it off. And then we started watching one that my sister recommended called The Loft. And again, it was shit. And so we ended up putting like, Joe Lycett's comed- comedy sketch on or something where like oh. so you know you win some you lose some but yeah, yeah Baywatch was shit I liked Baywatch
2: sorry sorry just I've, just, <laughs> seen Big, I've just seen Big Daddy and I'm thinking oh mate that was a sick I film. actually thought about putting Big oh, Daddy in there mate. I really like that film I know what's going to be in like Glenn's top 5 Donnie Darko's going to be there somewhere
1: of course it is mate yeah it's probably to number be fair, 1 I think Kid Hood oh, would be a very yeah. well, um, very near to the top John 20. Wick should have been in the top 20, I reckon. I loved oh, Kid Hood. Oh, when, when we used to watch it in drama at school, yeah, and yeah. it was just like. The third one was not great, though. I'm
2: not I, lying. I don't think I finished it. I don't think, think I, think I finished The second one was it. very good.
3: I like the second one.
2: It that's It was okay to follow on from. I
3: watched, second one. I watched the second one first, though. R. P. Trife, I yeah,
2: think.
1: So. Mm. Is that his name? Trife. Um, okay, my number 15 mm. is Catch Me If You Can. Yes, shout. such an entertaining mm-hmm. film. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mate, that guy um, makes sick films alone. I know. Yeah. He's actually, there's quite a few, he's gotten quite a few of my top I think
2: I, had to re- I think oh. I had to reduce the amount I thought of, because Leo, she got sick
1: ones. But it's just like quite an entertaining caper. Like it's, you know, he's um, impersonating a pilot to try and get success and then he becomes very successful and it's all about like, is he going to keep... His level of success and I think is it Tom Hanks who's um
3: yeah,
1: yeah trying to investigate yeah. him yeah just thought it was a really entertaining film and then
2: the fact that he actually manages to pass the bar exam without cheating
1: yeah and mm. it's also based on a true story isn't it yeah so that's number 15 number 14 for me is True Romance which is uh, a film directed by Tony Scott written by Quentin Tarantino um it's one I've seen fairly recently but came out before I was born it's uh about uh kind of two lovers who kind of go on this crime spree and try and get away from the the feds uh very entertaining great kind of dialogue as you'd expect from Quentin Tarantino good just yeah it's like a Miami beach mm. scene very good um uh, number thirteen for me is Pan's Labyrinth which is a Spanish film by Guillermo del Toro um set in the Spanish Civil War um. Again, it's one of those films that I've studied a fair bit, um, but just rewatchable because, you know, good performance. The plot's really interesting. It's about a little girl who kind of makes friends with a fawn and uh, there's kind of like fairies and stuff and it's very kind of fairy tale esque um, but there's also kind of, in the background, kind of a lot of social politics about Franco's Spain. Um oh, I just
3: added one to my... Sorry, sorry, What are you? What have you added? Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2. Part 2? Cheers! Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll go in my book. That's what that'll go in my
1: book. Oh,
2: Harry my Potter number five. one was my fave. Oh.
3: Ah. So you think my
1: favourite is Um Chamber of Secrets. Really? Yeah. Because I think that's the one that most closely adheres to the book. Okay. So the rest of them, I mean, they leave out quite a lot
3: mm-hmm. because the books get. I so just
2: thought there was like, so much wizardry stuff in the first one, though. So much out there stuff.
1: I was just so like. Yeah, wizard gay.
2: Harry. Yeah, man. What do you think the worst? Sorry, to sidetrack. But
3: what do you think the worst Harry Potter film? Part
1: Order one. Of Order of the Phoenix. Oh, yeah, maybe. It because that's one of the shortest films about the longest book. And I was just like, why? So the rest you, of the film's yeah, like but, two and a half hours but, long. So
2: I think, I agree, that's the worst one, actually. But I haven't read books, so I just think that's the worst one. You haven't read the books? I've read, like, I read the first four. I read first off the first one, first off the second <sighs> one. Just, you
1: guys, just, man. Reading just ain't Your me, man. Childhoods.
3: F- I thought Prison of Ask is the worst, personally.
2: Nah, I thought I quite rated that one, actually. Oh,
1: okay. Number 12. Well, it doesn't like you, OB number 12 for me is Kill Bill volume 1 um, much better than Kill Bill volume 2 which is utter shite so basically Kill Bill volume 1 is all the action Kill Bill volume 2 is all the talking so this is just pretty much action packed it's a non-linear non-linear narrative uh, as usual in Tarantino just great action fight sequences um, there's a cool animated sequence in it as well um, yeah. what's that what film sorry Kill Bill, Kill Bill.
2: Oh yeah, never really nah, never really appealed to me that film. I watched it.
1: Number 11 is Shaun of the Dead, which I don't like Shaun the oh, I just find it It was so Fair funny. Play. Um, I like the batting scene where they like the Yeah, hit. it was just the visual comedy, the verbal comedy. I just it just really enjoyed it so. It's an
2: age-old classic. Yeah. It's probably a cult film as well, now.
1: Probably. Yeah. So that's my number 11. Again, like I've said before, these would probably be quite fluid. I don't interchangeable. Think, I don't <laughs> think I'd don't genuinely think Shaun of the Dead the 11th best film I've ever seen but um, the 11th favourite film the 11th favourite film but yeah. you know it's just the order I ended up putting them in Decent. so now we're into top our tens. top 10 yeah, yeah. Um, okay I've ordered these now which I think my top 10 I don't know would it be locked maybe not but
3: I think my top 5 is locked
1: is it yeah
2: Oh, do you know what? I honestly think that if I was to do this again, Fury would actually definitely make my 10th. Why? Because I actually fucking love that film.
1: And you just forgot about it?
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's hard to remember all these films, man. Like, Not yeah, 20 definitely. films, bloody hell. I
1: know, So um, you've got over 400 DVDs.
2: <sighs> yeah, no, I do. Um, but, yeah. I, it's actually, I,
1: Blood Diamond, I love that film. Who's going first?
2: Gone then, hit me up. I'll do it. Tenth, kick ass. Really oh. enjoyed that film. Good shot. I love really, that. Film. Really, really enjoyed that film. Uh, that should be my top ten. It it's the bloody gory superhero film that everyone wants mm. to see. Really, it. Uh, and how ridiculously hard it is to become a superhero as well. Um, yeah, and not uh, just any, he's just any typical teenager, isn't he? Really, mm, just yeah. a bit down on his luck. Um, ninth was I Am Legend. Quality okay. film. Oh, good love shout. that film. Um, good shout. Mate, it's Will Smith, mate. That's why uh, make he makes it in my top twenty. Tonight, he, he's okay. He's just sick, mate. He, I mean, uh, I could say I, I so. Robot was a good film. He's just done six. Which films. ending though? Because it's the, 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 original the the original ending. ending. Is that well, where he dies? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best one.
3: I, I like the second one, but I think the first one has more impact. Yeah. That. I also think I really um, appreciate when. Films like that where basically actors are basically acting by themselves, and they have to make a whole film. Yeah. Like, because yeah. he's just talking to himself or talking to a dummy, like, yeah. or talking to his dog, sort of thing. And that same with um, you know, that Jungle Book. I haven't seen it, but Jungle Book film where the kids basically just you know yeah. talk, acting by themselves. Yeah. Do you
1: know in in um, I Am Legend he walks past the cinema and on that cinema it says Superman. Predict the future. Eh?
2: That's jokes. Um, number eight for me: Rush Hour love that film I like, so much yeah, man I like jackie chan and chris tucker what an unlikely partnership that was it is freaking fantastic i love all three of them but rush hour one's the one that sticks in my mind is if anything is it is it's in this these two interchangeable rush hour and the other guys i love the other guys the other really. guys I okay think i don't remember thinking that much Awful, th- awful. that was an unlikely partnership as well will ferrell and um no. Mark Wahlberg. No. Oh, mate, I love that film. Mark Do you remember no. when
1: we watched it? Yeah. It was actually so sick.
2: And I don't even get some of the quotes, but I still find it funny because you know how stupid it is. No. Like, what was it? What's the quotes he always says? He, the boss always says song lyrics, doesn't he? Oh, I can't remember. And it, oh, yeah. I can't remember. Quality films, both of them. Yeah. Uh, and number six for me. And see, this recently changed. And I, again... Think my top six can be very interchangeable here. The number six is Iron Man. Okay. Right, okay. Um, I watched the other day, or not the other day, the other week. Very good film. Love it. Always gonna be the start of the fantastic MCU. How movie. many superhero films are in your top five?
1: <laughs> I swear you said you had five superhero films in your f- one uh, in my
3: top five? Yeah. Three. Three, okay, cool.
1: Right. Okay. yeah okay I know what, uh, Fair I, enough. I know which three I, like. <laughs> okay. I think we've probably got the same three in our top well I think mine's in the top ten anyway but
3: um, for Accuracy, me seriously what, what the three do you think it is. Civil War Avengers and Dark Knight.
1: okay that's got to be right yeah it is uh, <laughs> 100%, 100%. <laughs> 100%. 100%. my number ten is The Departed again he's like that, oh actually number one yeah
0: ensemble
1: film it's got Matt Damon as a baddie well, well I still need to I be I a baddie.
3: film yeah
2: I bet Leo. you don't even rate it. I bet you watch
1: it. Well, yeah, but, uh, Leo DiCaprio as like a morally ambiguous character. It's yeah. got a great turn by Mark Wahlberg. It's got fucking Jack Nicholson in. I mean, this film is star-studded. It's Martin Scorsese at its best. Yeah. The dialogue, the plot, like it's twists and turns and it's just incredibly entertaining. Um it's almost 3 hours long, but it's definitely worth. Yeah. I the, did the not see that ending coming. No. It it's brilliant. Time. Um, number nine for me is Avengers. Um, interestingly, I've put Civil War higher, mm-hmm. um, even though on my MCU rankings, I have put the Avengers as number one. Wow. So tweaking. I know. Um, well, that's the same. For me, I put Iron Man above Civil War. but Because, I don't know, when it comes to MCU, Avengers is iconic. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's kind of like within the context of the MCU, the Avengers is number one. Okay. But in terms of, I mean, Civil War is Avengers times two. It's the Avengers plus more superheroes. And I was just like, yes! <laughs> you know, just fucking Iron Man, Black pa- uh, Ant-Man, Black Panther, like Vision, all of these characters are just See, so... Do you know what? I watched
2: Civil War, like literally must have been yesterday. Mm. And it, st- and it really pissed me off they told us about Spider-Man before yeah. the film came out yeah. honestly it was so sick when he turned up and I was like allow it allow it allow it They should- sorry I shouldn't bang but they they, re- they really missed the trick with that they really missed the trick but have
1: you but- noticed in the marketing for Infinity War how much they're focusing on Spider-Man and it's like hey, you know because there's that bit right at the end when he goes oh are we using our made up names and then there's just this kind of glory shot of him swinging through yeah. and it's like I don't know if they're trying to get as much out of Spider-Man as they can or they're trying to really push him as like the next uh, Have you seen runner.
2: have you seen the um there's a little 10 second 15 second clip of a uh, uh what, Sh- Sh- Shuri Shuri yeah. proper mugging off Mark Ruffalo in the, with her smarts. No I
3: have not Yeah,
2: it. oh, this it's like 10 seconds and they're like analyzing vision and she's like, "Oh, but why didn't you do this?" and he's like, "Well, we didn't think of it." And she's like, and then that's it, really much. I think Infinity like, uh,
1: was going to probably hopefully be in my top five by the end of this week. But better be. Better be a top five.
2: I spent an extra £1.50 on this if best be.
1: Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, number eight for me is the most recent entry Baby Driver. i um, sings mm. fav- I thought about Baby Driver. Sings my favourite film of last year. Yeah. Um, I've seen it like three times. It's, again, I mean, I'm we've waxed lyrical about it enough. I um, watched it the other day as well. Not even. Kevin Spacey can detract from
2: it. <laughs> mate, I watched Austin Powers last night. I didn't even realize he was in it. Kevin Spacey's in it. Is he? Like the first scene, he's playing Doctor Evil. All oh, right. Is it? Yeah, it's, oh. it's gold member, and they're they're doing uh, Aust- oh, uh, Austin pa- Pussy or something as the film. All oh, right. To begin with, and he's
3: the evil. Is See guy. a mini me, dude?
2: Yeah.
3: That's
1: why I watched. That's what I watched oh, it. I
2: saw it, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And then Austin Powers popped up on Netflix, and I was like,
1: "Fucking Avicii, oh. man!" Mm. That was a shock. Yeah, that was size, mate. Um, Number seven for me is The Dark Knight, Uh, far and away the best DC film that will ever be made, Um, I mean it's just Heath Ledger, fucking Christopher Nolan, all the set pieces are incredible, Um, doesn't really need too much more explanation. Number six is my musical entry, um, Eight Mile. Um, I knew 8 would make yeah. you on top list. Yeah, I was debating whether to it. put it in there. It that's not a musical. It is a musical. Is it? Yeah.
2: But that's your class of class as a musical. It is a musical. Nah. A musical and and a music related film are yeah. so. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the same. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Straight Out Cobden's
1: not a musical. Yeah. Well, I think the, the music is an integral
2: soundtrack.
1: part. Of the film. <laughs> Fair enough. Just because so. they don't start springing into, like.
2: Fair enough. It's a good
1: film, though. Um. Yeah, I mean. I love Eminem. I thought you do like um, High School Musical, or something, it really off. Us off. I really throw off. I've not even seen that film. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's Eminem's biopic. It's got great music within and without the film. Uh, that final rap battle between Rabbit and all the rest of them. I think yeah. No, no matter how much of it's true and how much of it's exaggerated. See Falcon
2: um, these days is fucking great. up, but it's not. It wasn't the Falcon
1: battle. Oh one. yeah. <laughs> only Mackie. Yeah. So what's your ten
3: through six, Ob?
2: Like,
3: You've done it for now. Okay. Uh, 10 through 6. So, number 10, Civil War. Decent. Obviously, we've spoken about that. Sick film. Um, my number 9 is a film called Fighting Temptations. don't know if you guys have seen it. Fighting no, Temptations. have yeah, seen that. No? It's got Beyonce in it and um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, basically, it's just is a it, film. Is it new? No, it's oh. like 2003, I think. Okay. Um, basically, it's just a film with loads of singing and like church stuff and comedy and stuff like that. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, a religious film, then?
0: Uh, kind of.
3: Kind of. Not, it's I mean it's kind of set in a church I guess it kind of is religious but the main character isn't really that religious It's right. kind of like a con man so
1: so why does it make you a top 10?
3: Um, I think I've watched it so many times and I think that's kind of like attached to because me and my family used to watch it all the time so I think that's like attached to like that memory of me just okay. sitting around watching my family at laughing and stuff and um, the songs are great I think like pretty much all of them are great and it's really funny
1: does Beyonce do any of the production for the I don't know you know oh. not
3: sure not sure Um so, yeah, number eight for me, Django. Oh, go good job. Yeah. yeah. I think I, that might be the only Leo film I have in here. I thought I had to put a Leo film in here. And I think this is the one that I that I, that's the one I rated the highest because I think he was sick in that film. Jamie Foxx was sick in that film. Mm-hmm. The other geezer, I can't remember his name. He was great. The one who plays the old guy.
2: See, that film's sick, and it makes it even sicker, that, that, that um, improvised scene as well. Yeah. well I love Samuel an Jackson. improvised scene.
3: Samuel Jackson's in it, yeah. yeah? He's
2: joking as well. Do you know, talking of improv scenes, mean, duh, boy. In, four <laughs> three, in 4 3, there's an improv scene where they're all sit there.
3: I heard that f- most of thought was improv. Yeah. Scene. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, I heard the, where the Valkyrie lady, uh, Hulk, and Thor are all talking, and Loki's chained up. And the improv scene is where um, Hulk's like, oh, he's tried to kill me today. Uh, I can't remember the Valkyrie lady is it Valkyrie is that what they are uh, yeah she's a Val- she, Valkyrie I think she says he's tried to kill him today and, and then Thor's like yeah he's tried to kill me and then when I was younger he <laughs> turned into a snake and he knows I love snakes and I picked up and then he he transformed back into himself and he stabbed me <laughs> yeah. and I was like what and then apparently that's an improv scene that was hilarious yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry uh, see that 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 was a real tricky one where I had that in the top. What I thought. Yeah, I thought I think I was for me, one. it was
1: too recent. Yeah. Mm. Too recent. Same with Black Panther. I need to
3: re-watch them a few more times. Yeah. Fair play. Um, what was that? That was eight. Yeah. So, yeah, seven, Remember the Titans. Have enough. seen that film? Remember the Titans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're coming up with some films I've never heard of, man. <laughs> and you've never discussed them in up the like, 50 previous <laughs> episodes. That's um, like a film so I, i'm a big I, i'm a big fan of um sports films so there's quite a, there's like three or four sports films in here but that's basically about a um it uh, got denzel washington it. um and it's basically about um a high school two high schools basically merge and um basically one of them was a black high school and one was a white high school i think it's set in the 50s or 60s and obviously they come together and people were kind of like you know skeptical about black people coming to the school and the football players are like oh we don't want these black guys on our team but then the coach, the new coach they hire is black, and the old previous coach they had was white, and they have to work together, and the teams got work together, and there's loads of like tension and animosity of it, it. eventually everybody becomes like kind of like friends and stuff like that, and there's a bit of like a couple sad bits in there to chuck in a couple of tearjerkers. In mm-hmm. there.
1: But you like a positive message. Yeah. Positive message
3: at the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. By the end of the film, yeah, and uh, yeah, I just think that's a great film, and I like Denzel. He's got, he's been, in, he's a couple in a couple of mine on my list. So yeah. Um, and then number six is Forrest Gump. Okay.
2: No, I didn't really see... Uh, I don't know. That, uh, I, just don't thought know. That, I
3: just thought that film was so simple. But, like, this guy, I, I think I just appreciate the fact that this guy, who was literally the dumbest person I've ever seen portrayed on a film, just managed to do all of this crazy... All, make all these crazy achievements. I just found it so funny. And, like, Tom Hanks, I think, acted the shit out of that role. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, I think the character for Forrest was just so, like, innocent and so well-meaning. Laugh is like bugs exactly. chocolates. Yeah. That, I, love, I love that film. So, yeah. That's my, that's my top. That's five to ten to six.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, should we do our fives? We'll do five and we'll do four. Yeah. Go like yeah. that. Yeah. So, you might as well carry on then. So go right. to number five. My five is Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, my favourite.
3: I do have a good war film. That's probably my favourite war film. Um, I, I think I just really enjoyed that. Again, Tom Hanks, I just think, I think he's a brilliant actor um and i I don't know i enjoyed like every aspect of the film so obviously i enjoyed the war bits i enjoyed the bits where um they were all just kind of like talking getting emotional talking about like you know wanting to go home and stuff like that and seeing how scared people were in times of war and you know seeing how if they like wondering if they were going to get away how many people of the troops that went to go find Private Ryan would survive, you know. Actually, um, that um
1: opening oh. shot on is it on Omaha? the beach? Yeah, 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 yeah. beach That yeah. is incredible. That's crazy.
3: It's also
2: got an improv scene, doesn't it? Is it Matt Damon doing his little story? His I've improv. only
1: seen that film once, and I really need to watch it again. Matt
2: Damon but doing the story? So Matt Damon's telling a story about his brothers at one point. He's sitting down... Oh, I thought you were
3: talking about the... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about the opening scene. Oh, no, no, oh, okay, no. I'm yeah, the, you, the story, sorry. He
2: that's improv. He, he right, was never right, told right, right, right. to say that and he did it.
1: Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? Yes. Right. Oh man,
3: brilliant! Oh, so many films I, I, think, I forgot about. Man, I thought, thought that too, but I doesn't quite make it.
2: But I put I way too. I put way too many comedies in this. <laughs> <laughs> on, on oh. a, honorable shout
1: out to the Jackass films. I mean, I could watch them all day. Oh, they were so fucking yeah, actually, hilarious. Yeah, yeah to Jackass. be fair. I hate <laughs> Jackass. Oh, so much. Shout. That's a shout. Oh, honorable man.
2: mention for the worst. Some of the worst films. Be kind. Rewind
1: though. That I do watch. I mean, I, it's rare that I turn off films. But watch Be kind. Rewind. One of them. Um guilt <laughs> was that bad yeah shit <laughs> um, alright okay. my number 5 is 21 Jump Street oh, decent nice. man, because solid it's film. so funny like Jonah Hill <laughs> yeah. and Channing Tatum their chemistry is amazing like it's so quotable yeah. the um, first time I watched that film I don't think I've laughed so yeah. I've yeah. I mean literally I keep watching it and I keep laughing mm-hmm. and yeah. And like the quotes, like when he's <laughs> just like when they're both high and they see their um, gym teacher and they're that like, drawling mm-hmm. and he's like look like he's got an ice cream on his head and he's like then he goes, <laughs> it's like, don't blow on me son <laughs> it's just so funny um, and even the second the second one's not as good but it's got it's still like a funny. so yeah, <laughs> yeah the second one's still pretty funny. yeah 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 so I mean yeah th- that's I it's mean, just the comedy that above all I would keep re-watching um, and obviously it's got um, Captain Marvel in it what's her name I can't remember her name
2: uh, uh Breeson, Brie, Larson. Brie Larson Brie Larson so uh, yeah Breeson <laughs> I, I ain't good at I think <laughs> that. I mean, that was good enough I got that
1: uh, and then the, I, I like the, you know, the, the end of the action mm. ending with right. Johnny Depp's cameo and all that so yeah it's
2: like his penis being blown off don't
1: yeah <laughs> that's basically characterises my top five is Dick's being shot off nice. fair
2: play well my fifth is The Dark Knight Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make my, it? doesn't make my list. Why? You you fell asleep like five times watching it. I really you? enjoy it,
3: but I am I'm, I'm not as there with it as everybody else is, I don't think. But it's really It's really good though.
1: Is there anything you want to add about it after from what we've said?
2: I mean, probably gets a lot more um gets a lot more uh, praise, praise for, uh, purely because of the Heath Ledger thing. Yeah. yeah. Um not taken away from his performance, it was absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, and again, I think I personally like Batman Begins, but not many people like it. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good film, okay. it's one I, I've watched a few times. Um, I just love a superhero film, man. And I just love Batman, so yeah, yeah, that's
1: it, man. You got, what's your number four? Am I going for
2: four? Go for Civil it. War, okay, yeah, a classic. It's because I watched it the other day, it's really stuck in my mind. That oh, fight, sure. the fight scene is actually sick. Like fight in the
1: airport. Oh, yeah, it's so And they're all sick. fighting one another.
2: And it's so like, you know, Brody's not going to die. Brody? Brody. Brody. Who oh, the fuck is Brody? You know, so you know he's not going to die, but you think, you're like, raw, he's done for. And the way Spider Man kicks. Um,
3: oh, I miscounted. Sorry. Kicks.
2: Uh, la, 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 la. One, he's now. The uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon's ass was just so
3: funny. Mm-hmm. And. I thought the, there was actually like a lot of comedy in the yeah. film as well. Like when was. they're in the back in
2: the, and Yeah, I thought that was probably the funniest um, film for me, yeah. Carter. So I ask you, I heard a rumour that there's gonna be more comedy in this Avengers film than there was in Civil War. Do you think that's good or a bad thing?
3: Mm, I think focus on people dying and shit,
1: man. I, I think, think let the comedy come as I it think comes. they might need the comedy if it's gonna be darker. Mm. So they need to balance it out. As long as they don't force it. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick thing on I think Avengers four. Um, so you know Ty Simpkins the guy who was young in Iron Man 3 is going to be in Infinity War apparently they've announced casting that uh, Scott Lang's daughter so Ant-Man's daughter uh, has been recast for number 4 and she's a lot older Mm -hmm. so she's now the same age as that guy like in her late teens or something and so people are wondering what part they'll play I mean is it going to be set a bit more in the future is it going to be Focusing on young Avengers, mm. so just a bit of interesting casting it's, news. It's, 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 um so have you you said you miscounted? miscounted have yeah. you only got three left then?
3: I've got i f- I've still got five left. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, go and do five Do fi- five and four then. So yeah, so number five was Avengers. The first Avengers. Um and i I've spoken about that countless times, so everybody knows I mm-hmm. love that first. Wait, that, do you
0: know
2: what I'm real surprised about then? Go on. So I'm wondering whether Captain America's come above Avengers and if not, I'm surprised it's not in your top twenty. Did you really liked Captain America, didn't you, number one?
3: Yeah, but Civil was better than Captain America. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's a good film, though. Mm. Um, yeah, so, and then number four was Coach Carter. I thought that would come uh, in your list. I knew it. I watched that film. That's probably the film i watched the most out of any film. That
2: is honestly my favourite quote of all oh, time. I
3: what is it? Uh, Our deepest deep fear is, is
2: yeah. not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are. Powerful quit. beyond measure. Yeah. Nice. Either Isn't that way. you
1: said if you could get anything tattooed on you, it would be that? Yeah, there. but
2: it's a bit long and it's like...
3: Mamma yeah. I think yeah. mine would just be
0: like
2: Yas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that film I like, again, sports film. Um and Tamil Jackson was just sick in it. Yeah, Chavi
1: uh Channing Tatum.
3: Yeah, yeah, oh shit, I always forget that he's actually in that film. Yeah. He's he's actually a decent actor. <laughs> There's
2: actually bare cast like yeah. stars in that and they're actually all sick
3: in it. Mm. But no, yeah, I just love that film man. Mm. I've watched it, I've re watched and re-watched it so many times. And like the end where spoiler, they lose the final game but then he kind of like uh, galvanizes them to get them to see that they actually like become better people rather than, and they actually like have futures rather than you know going towards like gang life or you know yeah. other stuff like that. So that's quite a good ending because it's a bit unexpected. It's like oh, you normally expect
1: them to win and yeah. you know be successful blah, blah blah but it's kind of a bit more of a realistic ending because right. you're not always going to be successful but yeah like you said you have progressed and become better people. Yeah. My number 4 is Inception. Oh, um, I fucking love that film. Um, I just think again, it's one of those films like the, and that's this characterizes three of my top four. Is the more you watch it, you're more like again you analyze it. You're like, is it wobbling at the end? Is he in the dream? Mm. Is he not in the dream? I just thought the plot was so original and inventive, and Doctor Strange's visuals borrow heavily from Inception, mm-hmm. especially when all the glo- you know mm-hmm. it's folding in on one another. Um, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio, Joden Gortz Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it's a Christopher Nolan film, like, ticks all the boxes, I mm. just thought it's absolutely to fantastic.
2: To be fair, it was on my list here, but I took it off because I haven't watched it in ages, mm. so then I just thought, that's when I was taking things away, I was like, I haven't watched it in ages, so obviously I haven't had the motive to see it, kind of thing, so. True. But yeah, mate, sick film, honestly, quality, I remember seeing it at the cinema, I'm thinking, what the hell have I just watched, but it's amazing.
1: Yeah. My number three is Civil War. Awesome. Again, don't really need to mm-hmm. talk too much about that. Coach Carter is my number three. Really? Yeah, I think
2: so. So he is film. higher than Obi's. Yeah. Interesting. Well he's Obi's the one who told me to watch it and then I watched yeah. it and I thought, mate's Great. I've watched that film so many times, mm-hmm. man. At least I think once a year I watch that film. I think it's
3: so sick. Mm-hmm. Your number it, three? A film called John Q. John, John Q, Q. you love that, that Denzel, film, mate, don't you? Yeah, funny. yeah. What's yeah, yeah. it about? Um basically Denzel, uh, he's got a son who has a heart condition and um basically his health insurance doesn't cover his son but his son's dying and like the basically the, the hospital won't help him and so he basically holds people in hospital in hospital hostage to try and get them to like operate on his son and it goes through like this long like hostage situation and back and forth and like right and wrong and stuff like that and was like all right i want you to kill me use my heart and give it to my son uh and they're about to do that but then obviously Deus Ex Machina like, someone dies somewhere around something random and they manage to get the heart and you know Um, save his son but like it's like uh, I just think it's so emotional the message is like it's quite strong as well does he go to prison for it? yeah he does yeah Um, and like one of his quotes is like I'm not going to bury my son my son is going to bury me which I think is like it's one of my favourite quotes of like from film
1: true Yeah. yeah. do you know there's a butcher's down towards where you live called Johnny Q is it?
0: yeah
3: oh what?
1: yeah Yeah, yeah, I wonder if it's based on that (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: That Daddy Sell Heart
1: pardon? Daddy Sell Hearts Probably, like, cow heart or something. It's just, it's, they're
2: looking for a heart, True.
1: Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's number two?
2: Number two, where is number two?
3: Are we not on, on number
1: three? I just said number, number three. Oh, you
3: have number Oh, was, was I like the last one to do yeah. one, number
2: three? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Uh, number two is The Avengers for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. So...
2: Just sick, of... man. I love that film. <laughs> I fucking love that film, man. It's so sick. It, like, brings all my childhood memories of, like, superheroes and just, like, smashing it together and makes it
1: sick. Mm. I think, for me, why Civil War is higher in my top 20 is because when I first watched Avengers, I was not as invested in Marvel or the MCU. Wow. So when it came to Civil War, I was. And again, like, all of these superheroes coming together, it's like a fucking nerd's wet dream, isn't it? So See,
2: I'm on the flip of that. I wasn't as invested in the films. And then when I watched Avengers, I was, like, sick. Like... I really loved these films, like, originally it was just Iron Man, and then the others were, I liked for, I thought Captain America at the time was alright, and then Iron Man 2 was alright as well, but Avengers, I like, proper brought it together and you just thought, this is sick. The I mean, only the only, the only, issue I have with the Avengers is that the fact that the scientist guy managed to put a, a thing in the machine that someone could stab it and turn it off, that's the only issue I had with the whole film, really, but, yeah.
3: I was like, I think um, Avengers is the first Marvel film that I saw in the cinema. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think at that point uh, in my life, <laughs> um, I wasn't really like, you know, a big avid cinema girl. So when I went there and watched Avengers and it was such like a massive like cinematic experience, I was like, oh my God, this is sick. I think that probably elevates it in my mind mm. a bit. And that scene, mate. But
2: yeah, great. And the, one of the best end credit scenes I've seen of Marvel. The oh, the Shrama. Oh, the I hadn't bit. seen that until
3: like last year when Chris showed it to me. It's I wish I'd seen it because yeah. that is hilarious. yeah.
1: the yeah. thing like, back then, people didn't really know that it was like a post-credit thing yeah. for uh, Marvel, was it? But I
2: definitely watched it at the cinema and I don't know what made me stay to watch it. No, I
1: must maybe, have read it somewhere.
2: Her, yeah. yeah, But at the time, I was just like, I was like what is going on It And then uh, I re-watched it. I was like, alright, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> but yeah. So, did oh, you two have got to do number
1: two as well, don't you? I hope you number two. Yeah, I reckon you can guess it.
2: Oh. I don't know.
1: Lion no. King. No. That's no. Of course
2: it is. Number two. Wait. I've t- I've already said it. Yeah. Ah oh, no. I know what it is. Wait. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. No. No. Pursuit <laughs> no. of happiness. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, also, a
1: great song by Kid
3: Cuddy. I haven't heard it.
1: Not gonna lie. Oh, it's in Project X, which again is a very good film that I rewatch. Oh, yeah. um, which one's Project X? the one where all the kids throw that party. Oh, is that the one that's filmed like, through a... Yeah. Oh, I hate that film. That was, I <laughs> love watched, that like, film. I watched like 30 minutes of it and I was like, no. I keep re-watching that film because oh, it's like, me. I wish I was like that when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love it, man. So, lot do you want money. to add anything about
3: Pursuit of Happiness? Um, Will Smith's best film, in my opinion. Um, Did not
1: should have won an
3: Oscar. He should have, yeah. If not for uh, Forest Whitaker, But uh, those are the breaks. Oh, is at um, the
1: same one as um, Last King of Scotland? Yeah. Although, well, how comes Forrest Whitaker's African accent has got considerably worse? That's, in what like 10 years. that's what I was thinking.
3: That's what I was thinking. He's in the
2: last game in Scotland, then. Yeah. Stupid.
3: Blick, Pinter. Oh, that was Blake terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Oh, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, man, uh, Will Smith. I just love him as an actor, and yeah, that's his best film. So emotional and like again, like Chris says, that bit when they're in the but bo- when they're in the toilet and he has to like um, protect his son from like you know what is actually happening and he's like, starts crying. And in the bit at the end, I, I said this in the first episode, cause I'm releasing really to it the other day, but the bit at the end where he gets the job and he's just like walking through that crowd of people and he's just crying, he just starts coughing and he's like holding his hands up like, and I'm like, yeah man, I'm with you. I'm with like, as well, with like jubilation, yeah.
1: So I feel like your top 20, Chris, is characterized by comedy films, mostly. New yes. York's OB is OB's predominantly films, dramatic films with an emotional heft, but a very positive outcome. I
3: love a happy ending. That's, that's, yeah. that's my one. And I wonder
1: like, what that says. Yeah. Kind of, someone can psychoanalyse us. Mm. Um, I don't know what I'm kind not of. Fu- I'm not funny, but I want.
2: <laughs> I, I like funny things, I don't know.
1: You just want to make people laugh. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what mine would say about me, to be honest. Um, my number two, which. Do you some... know what I'm
3: surprised, there's not that many horrors in yours. Yeah.
1: For somebody who watches so many. Because I like horror films, but they're generally not. Great. Once you've watched them, like you. Mm. I don't, don't re watch them, because most of you. Most of it's about anticip- so you say, anticipating so, a jump or so, something. So
2: is yours majority picked because of rewatchability, then? Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I love horror films, but the reason I watch horror films is mostly because I don't get scared very often Mm-mm. and I want to find something that scares me. Mm. Um,
2: Someone can definitely psychoanalyse that, mate. That's a... <laughs> true.
1: Um, so that's the reason I keep watching horrors. Um, also because they seem to be quite macabre and fucked up. Um, and, and, you're, and you're fucked up as well, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah I mean once you've watched a horror film if you can then pre-anticipate <laughs> if you can then anticipate the, the jumps or whatever um, then it kind of detracts from it and you know, you, the more you rewatch it it's like okay well, they're generally not as well made as others mm-hmm. um, things like The Exorcist I've watched a few times mm-hmm. um, because that's more about looking at I think there's some subliminal stuff within that um, I mean I've rewatched A Quiet Place uh, but that's a get because it's just a really good film mm. um, I would re-watch Unsane but I uh, would, would probably my ta- make my top oh, 20 is the
2: um, Scream Unseen this week Monday
1: tomorrow yeah Are you going I haven't booked a ticket but I want to go I'll let, let, let me know um, so my number 2 which sometimes could be number 1 is Donnie Darko oh, I thought um, so you're number 2
3: yeah so number? Oh, I sure. thought you said your number 2 already no
1: my number 3 was Civil War
3: Oh yeah, you
1: you did, like. yeah, sorry, sorry. I'll start talking about yeah, yeah. Two is Donnie Darko. I love it. It's Jake Gyllenhaal, um, one of his earliest roles. Um, it's just, yeah, he's just mentally undisturbed. It's got a great cast. It's got um, Patrick Swayze. It's got, um, who's the one who's in Santa Clarita Diet? What's her name? Drew Barrymore? Um, oh yeah, that's very, And yeah, it's just, it's very trippy. Um, it's very like, you know, the, the kind of he meets this rabbit guy who's like, is he real? Is he is in his imagination? Is he mentally unwell? Um, one of the, again, a great quote is, uh, he says, why are you wearing that stupid rabbit suit? And he says, why are you wearing that stupid man suit? So it's just, uh, mm. like a really iconic film for me. Um, and yeah, it's just one of those films you're watching, like, wow, what the hell? And you want to rewatch it again to try and understand all the yeah. kind of breadcrumbs that were laid throughout. So that was my number two. Nice. Uh, and my number one, is the butterfly effect because uh, it was one of the first kind of films that really had a profound effect on me and kind of it's quite a dark film. It's like he has to go back and, you know, an event happens, but he finds out that he has the ability to change those rewind and, and he tries to stop that from happening, but then that ultimately leads to another yeah. kind of path and it's all these things and, and, and in the end, again, it's all about... having to sacrifice himself i mean there's a scene where that's free because of what happened he he he's got no arms and and he's just in this bath and he tries to like drown himself and it's just like all these like really kind of dark images but uh and then yeah the ending um the ending which i think is best is where he goes and terminates his own pregnancy um to stop himself in the embryo yeah Right. So he wraps the cord around it. I thought that was the worst ending that will But the other endings, when he just tells the girl that he, he doesn't like her when they meet. And, he's and like, there's
2: another one as well, there's three, isn't there?
1: I don't think so. I've only seen two mm. endings. But yeah, it's just a really profound and film that, again, you re watch and there's it's an, pretty twisted.
2: There's an anime, like, kind of, I'd say it's based loosely around that. It's where a guy, I can't remember how he does it, but he can go he, he, he trying to find the murderer. Of his someone and he goes back in time and changes events, but he goes back to when he's really young and he has to live that moment for a few weeks and then a long time. But anyway, that's a, uh, interesting. I thought your butterfly foot would be somewhere in your 20 didn't know it'd be so
0: high.
1: It's top two and it ain't two. So, Chris, yeah, well, mine
2: and Obi's is pretty straightforward as we spoke about it, I think. Unless like yours is the 19 Martin, yeah. and mine's the departed,
1: okay? Yeah. So, yeah, the ones that we. Yeah. I've actively said about it. Do you want to add on anything about what I said about The Departed? Why is it number one? Why is it above all? Do you know what?
2: I think about it all the time. And I'm like, why is it number one? But it's just, it always is. It's just fucking cool. Yeah, I think it's such a solid film. And there's not many films where I'd sit, was it two hours and 45 minutes through, and actually be like, you know me, engaged throughout the whole time. Mm. And I'm always like, I always just think it's nuts. Like, if that scenario ever happened, it probably wouldn't, but like. Someone to go undercover, and the fuckery that could happen to you if that ever someone was ever. I don't know. Yeah, it's just I think it's sick. I love it. That's a good film, and yeah, that's it. What about you guys?
3: Lion King, sick, music. I think the songs in Lion King two are actually better than the songs in Lion King one. Oh really? Yeah, but the songs in Lion King one are more iconic. Is that the one with? It's got the Elton John. Yeah. One. Yeah. You see, um
2: thinking he's gonna play um the <laughs> biopic of him. Um Ooh. the guy who plays Kingsman,
1: the Taron Edgerton.
2: Yeah, he's gonna play um as Elton John's biopic. How oh, is it? Yeah, Elton
3: John. Rocket Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that song, the Elton John song. How's it It's like Love. No, he doesn't sing that one. No, no. Or maybe he does sing that one, but it's not the other one. It's not that one I'm singing. How's it going? Um it. No fuck! I'm not humming that shit. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I will try and find it on Spotify. Um, but yeah, yeah, man,
3: I think it's like that's again that's a nostalgia thing. That's a film that I grew up watching. Like, and I just used to watch and re-watch and rewatch. And I don't know. It's another one that it's another one them like uh, a uh, what's it called? A um, the character goes through like you know hardship, loses his father, gets banished to wherever. And then he comes back and he triumphs and he defeats the evil person. I like, I like Black Panther endings. Sorry, is that Black Panther I like it. <laughs> but, um, can
1: you feel the love tonight? That's
3: oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah bad um, Someone was saying though, uh, I don't know if you saw it, or probably you wouldn't have seen it because you're not on Twitter, but um, people were saying about, you know, when Mufasa talks about the circle of life, and that uh, when we die, we become the grass and uh, pe- the deers eat the grass and da-da-da-da. So people were saying that Mufasa didn't get to complete the circle of life because he died in the stampede and there's no grass. there was no grass on the bottom of the stampede. So he Ooh, didn't get to complete the deep circle deep of, life. of life. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I, was like, I, don't, I don't want that to be true. My whole life is a lie. <laughs> but yeah. Have I you know. seen
1: the play? Oh, you yeah. saw it in Broadway, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. How? What did you think of that? That was, brilliant. That was actually sick. absolutely brilliant. Really, yeah. that's pretty good. It was fantastic. Yeah. See, for me, I saw it, uh, and I mean, you know, I'm not a musical person. The opening "Circle of Life" was like rah, That was intense, mm. and it never hit that high again mm. for me. So they started for me. Probably, they started probably the same, wasn't it? Really, I
2: think that probably I mean,
3: was the. That yeah, that's the best song. But I think
2: most iconic as well. I think yeah. well they're perfect yeah. Hakuna Matar
3: yeah. But, um, yeah but no I just think I just really enjoyed all the songs but obviously that that is the best song but I didn't I didn't think of it as more as like oh yeah those ones haven't lived up to the first one I just thought that was just the best and the rest of them are still really good if that makes sense and
1: are you fearful of the uh, quote unquote live action remake
3: not really I kind of want to see what they're going to do with it to be honest because if, if it's shit I always have the the cartoon, <laughs> so you know. No and the big... theater of
2: performance. Yeah, and the yeah. of performance. Yeah, so no big deal for me. I still haven't seen Jungle Book or, or Tarzan yet. Have you not? Like, the live action one. Oh, the live action. Yeah. Oh, to be
3: fair, the, the Tarzan, Tarzan live action, action isn't great. It's not Disney um, either. I don't think it's decent. It's not great. The Jungle Book's really good. I haven't seen Jungle Book. I do is there two? Know. Like There's one not, coming out. There is one coming
2: out. Uh, but okay. It's not Disney. Yeah, because it's on Netflix now. The Jungle Book one. Is oh, it? it? Yeah, I'm there was watching. there was twenty sixteen Jungle Book on mm-hmm. Netflix there. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So we've all done it. Yeah, 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 it's all done,
3: yeah. Um, do you think there's any films that you've watched, or maybe even TV shows as well, that you've watched that you think have made made you like, could drastically change something about you? Like your personality or the way you the way you act towards yes. things certain things?
1: Yes, 100%. Would so for me, it's going to be the the most random, <laughs> but um, it is uh, Final Destination 3. Uh, I think it's 3. The one with the nail gun going. going in the yeah, head. that's the so right poster one, yeah. I watched that. I used to be a pussy about horror films. Mm. I used to and I used to hate them. I used to be really scared. I remember watching that one and I couldn't watch it because I was terrified. And it was the gentle ribbing of people saying, Oh you know, you can't watch that, it's you know pussy, blah blah blah. Uh and I thought, do you know what? Fuck it, I don't want to be like this anymore. So I watched it all the way through, made myself not hide behind a cushion or anything and then I watched Hostel and then I watched um, Antichrist and I just <laughs> de- uh, desensitised myself to all like, horror films, uh, um, watched Human Centipede so yeah it fundamentally okay. changed because I didn't want to be scared of horror films anymore and now I'm kind of on this constant mission to find something that scares me so yeah Interesting. what about yourself?
3: I actually don't know. I was trying to think of. Yeah, think that's of it, a, that's but an I'm interesting not, one. But I'm not sure. Um, I'm gonna say no. Fair enough.
2: I don't think I've changed that much over the years. You've bon changed, t- man, Chris, Chris Brown.
3: Brown. I think for me, there probably has been, but I don't know. I'm like not sure. when, when I was younger,
2: crazy. I got I was scared of like scary films. Actually, because of like South Park. I think because I saw uh, Thingy die. I was like. Kenny and then I watched Terminator and I was like oh, okay that's yeah, so not that scary and then I watched I got scared of spiders because I ate Lego freaks and then soon got over that uh, I think Chuck as a TV series made me more trying and be a bit more jokey about stuff and made me like nerdier things a little bit more because I found the cooler side to it and again same as superhero films I suppose allowed you to be a bit more what's the word a bit more out there with like the nerdier stuff you like yeah Um, There's more acceptable yeah Yeah. acceptance um but yeah I don't think I've changed too much are there any films
1: that have made the way have changed the way that you think of films or critique films
3: No. no 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 um no, but I would say, since starting to do this podcast, I've probably changed the way I critique films. Um, try and analyse it in a yeah, different I way. Try to though, look yeah. at I try to look at films a bit deeper than you know, just what's on the surface nowadays, rather than before when I'm just watching it. Do you know what, I actually, think, I actually kind of think that, I was thinking about this the other day, but I forgot to say, do you think that like, when you're a child, wouldn't that technically be like, the purest form of being able to tell if a film's good or not? Because you're not thinking about analysing or anything like that, you're just thinking, right, is this entertaining? Yeah. Am I watching it? Am I enjoying it? Yes, no. Yeah. You know, rather than thinking, oh, if this means that, this means this, and oh, is this, is this meant to represent that? And then you spend so much time thinking about analyzing this film. I feel like the enjoyment, the enjoyment factor, it might be a bit less because you're too busy like watching kind of like what's behind the words that people are saying. Mm. But I think another level to that is a
1: successful film is one that entertains kids and entertains adults. Mm. So like when you watch like, because I remember I used to watch Simpsons or Shrek or whatever, and my parents would enjoy it and they would laugh at things I wouldn't laugh at and I would just say oh, why is that funny mm. and they said oh you'll know when you're older mm. and I would be like oh how am I going to know are you going to tell me but it's just like once you like experience things like innuendos and things yeah. you kind of get them mm. so when they work on both levels definitely I think they True. All...
2: I think over the years and again probably mostly during the podcast year and a half Yeah. Yeah, um, that must be longer than that we missed it's it. It's like a year and two months. February, it? yeah, it's quite a while. Um, I go into films more now with a level ahead. Like I don't expect much from films anymore. I think I go in thinking, right. I think of this being as it's going to be a shit film kind of thing. I know I get hyped about films, but like let's go. We're not thinking it's going to be good, and then mm. watch it, and then. Oh, it's really good. Or, but maybe that makes it worse when it is worse. I don't know.
1: Or are you just more open-minded? Maybe. Maybe you, th- you consider different aspects. So rather than is it entertaining, yes, no, you can think, oh, actually, it was good music, there good performances. True.
2: But then I also think on the other side, like when I come out of a film and I think something's good and bad and then someone else points out parts about it and they, it kind of makes me realise a bit more. So I'm a bit more open, open to other people's opinions and it kind of can
1: impact your opinion
2: impact, impact my opinion but not not all not all of it just mm. some parts some parts parts that I'm more negative about I think people can impact more make them pos- more positive mm. that more positive yeah but yeah yeah I think we should could I just throw it out there I think we should wrap it up with a few Infinity War questions and, go for it. or like so for example for me I'd say to you guys who do you think is going to die in Infinity War answer now
1: Loki yeah uh, we're just talking Infinity War yeah just
3: pure D- this
2: Infinity. one this one
1: Loki yeah oh
2: that's okay. it
3: uh, yes Okay. I'm saying Loki Cap and Drax
1: oh Drax I think see I'm going to say
3: might. see I think Gamora's definitely
2: making it to the next one but she's definitely going to die overall I think Drax is a good chance dying Loki I think will survive till the next one but he will die mm. and I think I think Cap's dead really yeah
1: I think,
2: oh, I I caps gone. And I,
1: I think fifty fifty on Black Widow. Interesting. The, the funny thing is, is once this is, once we post this, we would already yeah, have seen it.
2: I feel. well, like, oh, um, well you would have. We wouldn't. You're gonna post it Thursday, no?
1: Depends
3: if I get a chance. Yeah. Oh, I feel like with, with Black Widow, it might be it isn't because I feel like it might not kill her off because of a potential you know, backlash because of female representation because they've only got, at the minute, they've only got her and Scarlet Witch, right? And then obviously they're bringing in Captain Marvel. So if they they bring Captain Marvel on the Wasp as well and then, but then they kill off one of the other female characters they might be like, like what are you doing?
2: But she is very vulnerable because she is human.
0: True. Yeah.
1: Mm. What, have you got any other questions for about? Um... Because it's been confirmed as the longest two hours 30 minutes
2: wait we ain't gonna get out of there till ages yeah. <laughs> our film starts at half 8 well no we got the yeah, trailers start at
1: half 8 shit yeah you're not gonna be out till about half 11 yeah, and then you've got to get back from Orpington I think we're probably
2: driving though but um oh fair enough I hope we're driving um what other questions can is I there have? gonna
1: be a post credits do you reckon it has to be yeah it has to be because yeah.
2: it's got a, I reckon it'll tie into Ant-Man and Wasp
1: because the Russo brothers said that because people are Expecting or were predicting that the title for the fourth film will be released, either, will be made clear either at the end of this film or at least very soon after. Mm. And they said, no, it won't. Okay. Um, I think probably because people will have to digest it. And, you know, if you see Avengers 4, um, the resurrection of Cap, you'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
2: When well, they said whoever dies in this film stays dead. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay. uh, we'll we'll throw it out there as well where do you think the last Infinity Stone is and do you think it will be announced in this film
1: Uh, no I don't think it will be in this film Um, I genuinely think that it will be ending with Thanos finding out where it is Um, and then the fourth film might start at least with him trying to get it I don't know I see this as being the build up and then the fourth one being a huge battle I know there's lots of huge battles in this, but I can't. I
3: don't know. I think I. would, I don't know if I'd be disappointed if he finds all six. Especially if I want him to find all six. I want him to. Win, I want Thanos at the end of this film to have one inverted commas and then they kind of they have to work uh, out how we're going to bring right. it back right. in the, in the fourth. Okay. Yeah.
2: That, I, I like that idea, but I think that's too. There's too much to do at this point in time. Mm. However, they've got a lot to, A lot of the gems to hand already, which is a big. I'd well, say. We want really know idea. he
1: gets the tesseract. We but know. He he's gets... got the purple one as
2: well, I reckon. Yeah. And then, so, if so we know
1: that he goes to visit the collector. He's got the purple one. And he might have Idris. I oh, know Nova's got the purple one. Yeah, I reckon then... he's
2: got the purple one, though, because doesn't he have it in his glove. Yeah. has got the and then The, blue and the, the collector's purple, got the ether. Yeah.
1: So he goes to visit the collector. And then Vision's got one of them. And, and
2: then I have Nagamoto. Oh, yeah. In...
1: So, yeah. And also, obviously. And if I'm... he's got
2: Idris, he's got the other one as well. Well, potentially. Oh, it,
1: so he's exactly.
3: probably going to die, too.
1: Yeah. So oh, yeah. So you think. Oh, because there was that vision from. From uh, Ultron, where um, Idris Elba's got no eyes, hasn't he? Um, he's blind, oh. which suggests that you know maybe he does indeed. Well, so you that, think I, he is the Soul Stone?
2: I think he's the Soul Stone. I I think that would be the I think that would be the best one for him to be the Soul Stone because it'd
1: be like right under your nose the entire mm. time. Yeah, I think if he isn't, then we need to find out where the Soul Stone is very early on in this film because I don't want it to be. 10 minutes before the end, we find out where the Soulstone is, and so does Thanos. I want us to know where the Soulstone is, and there to be the tension of when is Thanos going to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope that that's what's going to happen. I
2: was trying to think of other questions we could ask on this.
1: Uh... Well, if you do, if, listeners, you've got any questions uh, about Infinity War or anything else, um, about our top favourite films, um, if you've got any kind of suggestions, if you want to tell us what your favourite films are, uh, if you want to kind of tweet us who the best and worst. TV mums and dads are and the funniest TV idiots uh, then please get involved you can tweet us at YC Podcast 17 we're on Facebook Instagram SoundCloud and iTunes under Your Average Critics um, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's listened to us for our past 50 proper episodes and our few specials um, to the people from more than 50 countries who have decided to listen to us uh, a massive thank you uh, we're very very grateful yeah. um, and you're the reason that we continue doing this
3: cheers cheers guys.
0: cheers Biz. peace out and ladies all right. <laughs>